Welcome back to the Sunday Live, the home of grassroots footy. Time for the main event of the entire weekend. Time for a special event. One of the biggest games on the grassroots footy calendar. Time for the 2019 Nathan Gremmer Memorial Shield match between the Hills District Bulls and the Guildford Owls. Live from Crestwood Reserve, Borkham Hills, as part of this year's Ron Massey Cup. And we do it all for proud station sponsor, Magpies Waitara, the action attraction of the North Shore. Here is your host, Seth Macaulay's first Gremo, the voice of Triple H Sport, the Sultan, Tony Dawson. Everyone, and welcome to Crestwood Reserve at Borkham Hills for a very special occasion, the 2019 edition, the fifth uh, playing of the Nathan Grimmo Memorial Shield under bright sunny skies here at Crestwood Reserve and an absolute well, field. Let's go to our ground announcer, Paul Chippendale. Ours is part of the New South Wales Rugby League's Ron Massey Cup competition. The Nathan Gremmo Memorial Shield was started to recognise the passing of one of Hill's favourite sons, Nathan Gremmo, who was lost following a tragic accident in 2015. Each year the match provides a reminder of the importance of organ donation awareness. For information on organ donation, please go to jerseyday.com.au or donatelife.gov.au. Ladies and gentlemen, I've got to please ask for a moment, a minute silence, please. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. And the now, our captain for the Hills Bulls, Tim Robinson, would like to present the Nathan Gremo Shield to the Gremo family. And as he does so, a number of balloons have been released into the air over the bullpit at that. Ladies and gentlemen, both teams are playing for this in the honour of Nathan Quarter Gremo. of the ground. Can we please give them all a big round of applause, ladies and gentlemen, before this match starts here today? It's remarkable how emotional it can get here. There must be in the vicinity of 1,200 or so people here, Keith Topolsky, um, but you could have Thank heard a pin drop. Teams. Thank you to the Gremo family too, ladies and gentlemen. You could have heard a pin drop when that minute of silence was called for to remember the memory of the late Nathan Gremo. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Tony Dawson, the Sultan. It's so pleased to have your company to call the 2019 Gremo, the fifth playing. The Hills District Bulls currently hold the shield after winning this match against Guildford 20 points to 10 last year. And almost ordained by someone from the other side, fine conditions greet us. Not a cloud in the sky, not a breath of wind. It is warm. It is nudging 30 degrees surface in apple pie order. Uh, Guildford have won the toss. They will kick off. They will run to the left of your radio dial, wherever you're listening around the, around the town, around the world, defending the uh, western end in the first half. They're wearing their away jumpers of white with maroon trim and piping. Hills District Bulls in their home strip black 
with Maroon Trim and Piping. Our referee, Cameron Paddy, is, is about to blow time on. We've called a lot of big games here at Triple H, but we're the first to call the Grimo, and we are proud to do that right in front of you, and wherever you're listening, around Australia or around the world, strap yourselves in. This is going to be a beauty. The 2019 Nathan Grimo Memorial Shield. It hasn't been called by anyone else before now. We're the first to do it, and I'll tell you what, it won't be the last. And we're underway. The 2019 Grumo is underway. And the Bulls will have first touch of the football. And it's taken by Maiden Ong, who ditches it off towards Tom Young. And he'll play the football 14 metres out from his own goal line. The Bulls running to the right of your radio dial. They are defending the ball pit and running into the sun in the first half. We brought out the heavy artillery this afternoon in commentary for the 2019 Grumo. Good afternoon once again, your friendly ground announcer at every West Tigers home game in the NRL in the Sydney metropolitan area. We think he's uh, community non-commercial radio's best rugby league analyst. Good afternoon, Keith Topolsky. Good afternoon, Tony, and good afternoon to everyone listening across the Triple H Global Network, courtesy of Splinters and the internet, as Hills District get a very good kick away on the last tackle. Guilford in position to take a 20 away from their own line. Indeed, and, uh, well, a special guest caller this afternoon, knowing how big this event is for the people of the Hills District. Perhaps it's this station that should be here, but you know what? We're glad to fill the void now and into the future. From a live 90.5 Sunday Sport Roundup, good afternoon, Macca, Dave McDonald. Good afternoon, Mr Sultan. Wonderful afternoon here at Borkham Hills. It's uh, a very special occasion, and uh, again, all uh, finalised by a wonderful game of football we're uh, about to see. Well, the first set of six was worked through by the Bulls without any uh, incident or interruption. The clearing kick was put away by jo- by uh, uh, Josh Lewis, and now it's uh, uh, Guildford in possession, and they're going to be playing it now. Let's uh, sorry by Harry Saker and Guildford in possession, 35 metres out from the Bulls' goal line. Last tackle, no score on the board. The second set of the match. Here's Josh Lewis, the former Sydney Rooster NRL star. The high, high towering bomb, and it's been dropped out there by Daniel Boyer. Uh, Pat Belia into touch. First error of the afternoon. Guildford have the scrum loose and feed now with that Pat Belia knock on. 10 metres out from the Hills District Bulls goal line, and 20 in from that uh, far touchline. They're going to get first opportunity to put points on the board in the 2019 Grammo for Magpies Waitara. Two minutes gone, no score on the ball. He was a 1,001 to take that Pat Belia. He was way out of position. He had to get across quickly, and Josh Lewis got into that perfectly. It was the perfect torpedo bomb, swirling around in the air. Great opportunity for Guildford to post first points 10 metres away. They win the scrum. They go open side out the back to Marty Maliali with a dummy. He links up out the back with Jaden Field. Long pass to Daniel Otu, and Otu scores at the corner. What a start for Guildford. Daniel Otu, they wasted no time for the scrum win. They went left side open straight away when they had numbers, and Lotu's crashed over to score in the corner. Two and a half minutes gone. Bulls back on their heels early. Guildford four. Hills District Bulls still kick to come. Magpies Waitara scoreboard. Is your stock standard play going from the scrum looking to bring the second man in? But what really did it for Guildford was the fact that when Jaden Field caught the ball, he was angling out and then he angled back in before going out again. That forced the Hills District defence coming across to just plant their feet and wait for him to come straight. And then he got around and created the two-on-one overlap. Ball around the corner or over the top, I should say, to Daniel Lotu. He did the rest. Really great footwork there from Jaden Field. It was a stock standard play. Hills read it like a book, but they weren't able to go with Jaden Field's footwork. Yeah, quality start there for Guildford. A good, good wraparound. And uh, plenty of work to do for Hills. But going back to, again, the mistake. From Pat Belia, from the high bomb. And Josh Lewis, with his experience, 
can put snow on these footballs, even on a hot day like this. It is nudging 31 degrees right now at Borkham Hills where this match has been played, and there are no drinks breaks. We've had that confirmed from our ground manager, Rocky Mussolino. Here's Lewis from touch, three metres in from this uh, uh, broadcast touch, 22 out. From the Bulls' goal line, kicking towards the ball pin at that eastern end of the ground. Right boot strikes it. Coming around nicely, but not around enough. No goal. No change to the score. None from one for Josh Lewis. Four gone, first half. Magpies Waitara scoreboard in the 2019 Nathan Grimmett Memorial Shield from from Crestwood. And it's Guildford 4, Hills District Bulls nil. Magpies Waitara is the action attraction from the North Shore and they offer a different Easter alternative this Good Friday, April 19. There's heaps of prizes in the Good Friday Easter raffle at 1pm with over $4,000 that must be one the tickets on sale from 11.30 and there's the free fun for the kids between 1 and 3 including a special visit from the Easter Bunny doing the rounds for more info click on the special events icon at magpieswaitara.com.au so start your Easter weekend somewhere different this Good Friday at Magpies Waitara located at Alexandria Parade Waitara information members and guest sponsors at Triple H 100.1 FM and Guildford get a penalty for hands on the ruck from referee Cameron Paddy on tackle 2 from the restart set as Guildford work their way downfield let's run through these two sides firstly bucket load of changes for the Bulls uh, no less than six changes to the starting side Chris McCoy starts at fullback Pat Belia in two and Maiden Ong caught up from Sydney Shield in five on the wings Tom Young in 18 and Afar Siali in four in the centres Nick Holiday has been pushed out to five eight as I mentioned, uh, Nick Holiday pushed out to 5-8 in jumper 3 and Harry Saker at half in 7. Trayvon Lulawai in 17 and Tim Robinson in 16 up front. Joel Bradford, the hooker. Yelene Buddy Gordon in jumper number 11 from the South Sydney Canterbury Cup side in the second row alongside Daniel Harrison in 14, so some quality there. Matt Gardner pushed back to lock in jumper 23. And on their bench, Nathan Masima in 6, Eaton Lindsay in 13, Dave Bowman in 19 and Lucky Tavare in jumper 20. Of course, by Michael Withers. Guildford are in possession from the penalty. The 35 out from the Bulls' goal line and they turn it back on the angle now for pass from Josh Lewis through Manamani Ali and Blake Judd now is tackled. 25 out from the Bulls' goal line from Dummy Half, it's Wheelhouse. They're looking sharp early, the Owls. And Wheelhouse has caught 12 out from the Bulls' goal line in front of the post. They go left-hand open side for Dylan McKeon charging ahead. Head down, backside up, he's tackled. Five out from the Bulls' goal line. Last tackle for Guildford who lead 4-0. Blindside, Manamani Start kicking to the end down area. Well read, Tom Young. Gets out into the field of play. Beats one and two. And then loses the football in the tackle. Over the touchline. Well, mistakes are plenty from the Bulls early. In fact, it was Chris McCoy, the fullback. He did all the right things, Keith Topolsky, instead of hanging on to the football when he got outside his 10. And now here's Guildford invited again straight back into the Bulls at defending 20 for another attacking opportunity. Six and a half gone. Magpies Waitara scoreboard in the 2019 Grammar. And it's Guildford for Hills District Bulls nil. Martin Malili got the ball on the last, looked to roll it into the end goal. Jake Ferguson decided to angle in and go straight rather than out where the kick was going because he thought Martin Malili was going to get it sweet on the outside of the boot. Instead, Martin Malili hit it straight and then Young and Young was able to pick it up at the was back. McCoy? In fact, McCoy it was, was pick, picking it up at the back and he went straight through and it was only because of the covering tackle coming across from Watu that he wasn't able to get away. Guilford now another great opportunity to post points. Taniela Lasalo tackled two 
from the scrum when his back slammed. Five metres out from the Bulls goal line at the eastern or bullpen end of the ground. Slow play the ball. Wheelhouse dummy half. Open side McKeon. Head down backside up. Dylan McKeon is tackled. Four out from the Bulls line in front of the post. They can go both sides left and right here. Wheelhouse dummy half. It's a very slow play the ball. They go right to Lewis. Out the back they work to Jaden Field injecting himself. But they read in this time. They drive him back. He's tackled 11 out now from that Bulls goal line. 20 in from the far touch. Open side left to Lewis. Long pass, Martin Emiliani. Steps off the left, steps off the right. Still going, Martin Emiliani. He's got an RL experience too. He's tackled seven out from the Bulls goal line. Last tackle again for Guildford Elite 4 0. Blindside, Lewis. Long cut out pass, a beauty for Josh Camru, who's dropped the football. In fact, it's been ruled forward. Last pass forward, Lewis to Camru. Looked as fun as a biscuit from our angle, but we're at a very poor angle situated on the halfway line here at Crestwood. And the Bulls under the pump early, breathe a sigh of relief with the turnover. They'll start on their own 10 8 gone. First half in the 2019 Grammo for Magpies Waitara. It's Guildford for Hills District Bulls. Now, really strong defensive option there from Bulls, compressing to make sure that that last pass doesn't get away. It was forward to the second last man anyway at centre, but then they compressed. They didn't lock the ball up. Ball came out the back. They're going to have to be careful with that because if you don't compress and lock it up, then you're going to leave the man unmarked on the outside. As the Bulls rock it out from inside their 30, let's run through the Guildford side for you as the Bulls get a penalty now for offside inside the area 10 metres from referee Cameron Paddy. The fullback is Jaden Field in jumper 15 for Guildford. On the wings, Daniel Lotu in two and Jared Patiro in five. Josh Camru in three and Suya Lapuaho in four in the centres. Panani Manimaliali, 5'8", Josh Lewis, half. Dylan McKeon and Taniela Lasalo up front. Jack Wheelhouse, the hooker. Jake Ferguson in jumper 16 in the second row with Matt Ryan out injured. Blake Judd, his second row partner. David Harris, the former West Magpie at lock. And on their bench, Joe Gardner in 18, Pifaletti Pifaletti in 29, Benny Valu in 30, Robert Longbottom in jumper 21, the former Lapa 5'8". Here's a short pass out the back from uh, Holiday towards uh, uh, Lulawai for the Bulls. He's going to be playing at 20 out from that Guildford goal line. Open side, they work through the hands now. And up the centre, they come with Matt Gardner. Gardner's standing. He can't offload. He's tackled nine out. Four tackles gone in this set from that Guildford line. Dummy half Bradford. Blind side at Saker. An intercept. Intercepted pass by Lepoahu. Lepoahu puts the foot down. Coming across in cover. Mighted on. Josh Lewis gets the pass on the inside. And Lewis is caught from behind by Brett Ray Miller for the Bulls. 35 out from the, the Bills District Bulls goal. And they spin it out to the left-hand side to Daniel Lotu. Lotu to Manu 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 for Cabru. Cabru beats one and two, and Cabrou scores at the corner. That's a magnificent counter-attacking try from Guildford, and you can put it down to the intercept pass. Take it back at one end of the field to the other. Josh Lewis read the intercept from his opposite number, Harry Saker. Dash 60 metres up the field and eventually on the next tackle against the shot defence. They went out to the left-hand side and Camru scores in the corner. What a start for Guildford. This big crowd silenced here at the Sapphire Lounge at Crestwood. 11 gone first half of the 2019 Grimo. Guildford 8 Hills District Bulls nil with the kick to come for Magpies Waitara. Harry Saker got the ball drifting to the left-hand side. He saw that he had some numbers. Only problem was Jared Patero and Josh Lewis had actually pushed up to try and cut that pass down. Shaker took the odds to it anyway, threw the ball, looking to cut it out, and it got picked off there by Josh Lewis, and he went all the way downfield, and Guildford, they did the smart thing. They didn't just look up and think, we're going to settle it down. We're just going to go up and take the metres. They saw that Hills District were, forget sixes and sevens, they had nobody out on this right-hand side, and they decided to shift early rather than just wait, try and hit it up, and then try and get their back line into position. 
position. They took the odds to it that their back line would be able to get there quicker than the Hills defence, and they did. They kept drawing and passing, and eventually... Try came for Camroo in the corner and they did really well there, Guildford, because they played what was in front of them and they didn't go with the coaching default. Sometimes you've got to veer away from the game plan and they did that brilliantly. I've got to say also too, Mark, how quick was uh, Maiden on coming across from the right wing? Again, that's why they were short on the right edge of defence. Again, all the players heading to the other side, chasing the ball down. But geez, showed a uh, rate of speed there, on. Here's the conversion then. Josh Lewis, who set up that try with that intercept burst. 22 out, 5 in broadcast touch. He started this one a lot better. It's coming around beautifully. Straight down the middle. One from two for the former Sydney Roosters half from many moons ago, Josh Lewis. He has one from two. 12 gone first half in the 2019 Grammar Memorial Shield at Crestwood. And it's Guildford off to a flyer. Guildford 10 Hills District balls nil for Magpies Waitara. Magpies Waitara, easy action attraction on the North Shore. And they groove your weekend with the Bandits next Saturday night, April 13. The Bandits return to Magpies with their great blend of hits from the 70s to now, all in one night. And it's all for free from 7.30pm. For more info, click on the entertainment icon at magpieswaitara.com.au. That's the Bandits live and free next Saturday night, April 13 at Magpies Waitara. Located Alexandria Parade Waitara. Information members and guests, sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. As uh, Guildford ruck it out from the restarts and of course Guildford co-coached by Paul Fletcher and Todd McKeon. Cameron Paddy is your referee Mitch Curry and Luke Eckendorf are your touch judges. Lewis wastes no time for a 40-20 attempt. Tackle three on the recovery set and he forces Chris McCoy to go right back to his own goal line where he picks it up two metres out from that mark he throws a pass inside to Pat Belea he hangs onto the pill this time and takes the tackle. 12 metres out from his own goal line in front of his own post. Wheelhouse was up there leading the chase. Now across to Maiden Ong. This will be one of the biggest games he's played in his short football life. He's going to be playing at 20 out from his own goal line. They work across blindside. One-on-one good defence coming in over the top. Josh Ferguson on Tom Young on the ball's 30. Now it's Robinson up the middle. The inspirational skipper, but he only makes six metres, making the tackle. McKeon is opposite prop. Back it comes for Harry Saker with the clearing kick off the right peg. It goes straight down the throat. Played out there at the back by uh, Jared Patero. Picks it up now. 20 out from his own goal line. Straightens the attack. There's a good chase led for the Bulls, led by hooker Joel Bradford, and he makes the tackle on the Guildford 30. 14 gone first half. Bumper crowd here. Let me tell you, every space of shade has been taken by the crowd at the moment in trying to get a view of the action as the uh, play continues and Guildford are racking it up towards their own 40. Josh Camru, the second try scorer, takes the hit up. He's going to be playing it now. 10, 10 short of halfway. 15 in from this broadcast touch. It's worked across down to Dylan McKeon. Turns it back on the angle to Lasalo. Oh. Throw someone out with a big don't argue. That was Nick Holiday who copped it. Eventually he carries on to halfway before he's put to the ground. Blindside the operator. Matamani Ali puts in the stab kick. Down towards Chris McCoy. Takes it five out from his own goal line. Runs across field. Beats one and two. And a third Chris McCoy. But eventually David Harris missed a perpetual motion in defence from his days at West. Makes the tackle on him. 20 out from the Bulls goal line in front of his own post. And the way this pace has started the game in this heat. You can bet your life someone will tie out in the second half as the Bulls get a penalty for uh, Guildford all offside inside the area 10 metres from referee Cameron Paddy 14 and a half gone first half 2019 Nathan Grammo Memorial Shield on Triple H from Crestwood Reserve and it's Guildford 10 Hills District Bulls nil they've really got to settle down here Hills District Guildford are are determining the speed of the game they're dictating the flow and they're really putting uh, Hills on the back foot they've got to get back in there and that's strong contact there on Matt Gardner coming in from the Guildford and that was Jack Wheelhouse the hooker of all people that they've tackled. Now it's Bradford getting out of dummy half of the Bulls. He's going
going nowhere there, but he found markers that were never square. And referee Cameron Paddy obliges and gives the penalty. They want to take the quick tap, but Paddy doesn't oblige and doesn't give them the mark. So that slows the play down. I think they won't mind that just quietly, both sets of players. This pace has started quite frantically, uh, Dave McDonald, with Guildford leading 10 points. Oh, just what the Bulls need at the moment. They must be out on their feet after these first 16 minutes. They take the tap off uh, Siali, and Siali rumbles ahead and is tackled 14 out from that Guildford goal line on tackle one. Buddy Gordon at dummy half. He's lost it, getting up to play at those Siali. And I'll tell you what, Mick Withers will be absolutely pulling what little hair he has left out with that drop ball. They are gifting possession away like it's a Christmas party at the moment. I've got to say the Hills District Bulls, you cannot give Guildford this sort of side any second invitations with extra uh, football in possession. Scrum loose and feed for the Owls, 10 out from their own goal line, just as the Bulls were mounting an attack. 16 gone first half, 2019 Nathan Grimmo Memorial Shield from Crestwood Reserve on the Magpies Waitara scoreboard. Good for 10, Hills District Bulls nil. They play with a bit of energy there, Hills District, but they're not playing sensibly and they're trying too much and they're throwing the composure and ball control out the window to play with that energy. They need to slow it down and make sure they can play smart as they get driven back in the tackle, Guildford. And they, uh, the, the ball's trying to muscle up in defence, but uh, to force the mistake, but Guildford rock it out through Lupuahu, the centre, plays it 15 out from his own goal line. Now it's worked across towards Blake Judd up the centre. Now another penalty, high tackle coming in over the top from uh, Tim Robinson that was more lazy and careless than anything else. Penalty goes to Guildford. They can get their way out of trouble now and again work themselves inside the Hills District Bulls half and this big crowd again silenced at the moment. Not much to cheer for so far. It was very much a carbon copy of what happened in the Sydney Shield and we saw what happened there in the second half when the Bulls had the setting sun at their backs. Penalty finds touch half five. You missed that. Result, Guildford staggered over the line in the back of an ambulance to win 30 points to 28. Here's a Lupuaho from the, from the tap for the Owls playing at 40 out from that Bulls goal line. Wheelhouse dummy half across to Lasalo. Harris up the centre with a hit up. He's tackled 35 out from the Bulls goal line in front of the post. Wheelhouse dummy half left hand side. Manamiliani turns it back on the angle to Camru and Camru has two to, to beat. Tim Robinson makes the tackle. 23 out from the Bulls goal line. Wheelhouse dummy half. Manu Maliali to the right. Short pass for Harris. Harris straight ahead. Takes the hit up. Makes eight. He's tackled 17 out from that Bulls goal line in front of the post. Wheelhouse dummy half. Right hand side Lewis. Short pass Lozano. Out the back. Oh, beautiful dummy. Jaden Field. Eventually the defensive came across Tom Young. Makes the tackle. Seven out from the Bulls goal line. Last tackle for Gilford who lead 10-0. They go left hand open side Lewis. Crossfield kick. Looking for the wing out of Daniel Lotto. That's going to be too big and out on the full. Well, I'm truly out on the full. Hit the fence. Hit the, uh, hit the, hit the perimeter fence on the full. Um, it's got to be said. Don't worry. That's just uh, Nathan Grimmo letting us know he's listening to the call from the other side. As uh, It's going to come back to the 20-metre line. for the, In fact, to the 10-metre line where the ball was kicked for the handover. It was after the fifth play of the ball. And the Bulls need that. They're down 10 points to nil. 19 gone first half in the 2019 Grimmo for Magpies Waitara. Josh Lewis didn't get a hold of that. I knew exactly what he was trying to do. He was trying to drive it low to try and get the player running onto the football, catch the winger unawares on this side in Maiden Ong. But he just got too much of it and ended up putting it straight into the fence just before the corner post which brought the ball back for the turnover. Tim Robinson tackled 12 short of halfway. They go left hand blindside through Saka. Short pass now out the back towards uh, uh, Afaya Siali and Siali's tackled on halfway. Bradford takes off from dummy half. You can see a bit more of this in the second half surely when the big forwards are tied. Good runs out of dummy half to turn the defence back. It goes back to Saka. Goes to the end oh, with a high spiralling bomb. It's a clear day but this will bring rain and there was no chance 
stands at the wide wall for Jaden Field to collect that. Although the referee says he's taken an air swing and he missed it altogether. I'm not sure he didn't get a fingertip to that. Oh, I thought he had an air swing. Field is going to play it though from the air swing. Ten out from his own goal line. Five metres in from that far corner post. It's worked across to Lapuaja now. The Al centre straightens the attack. He's tackled 12 out from his own goal line in front of his own post. Winger Jared Patero takes the hit up and the slightly built winger is driven back in solid defence there by Buddy Gordon on Guildford's 20. Now it's worked across back to Lapuaja again. That's a good run from the chunky centre. Makes about 14 metres. He's tackled 15 short of halfway centre of the park. Wheelhouse dummy half takes off. He goes nowhere with a good tackle by uh, uh, coming in over the top, Daniel Harrison, the blood nut, on uh, the Guildford 40. Now it's uh, Lewis. Gets the clearing kick away from outside the 40. It's allowed to bounce by Pat Belair, and that'll be too big, even on this lush surface. And it crosses the dead ball line. We come out to the 20-metre line for the optional place kick restart, and the seven-tackle optional set. We've played exactly 20 minutes now. 20 gone, 20 to go before half-time, first half. In the 2019 Grammar Memorial Shield, here at Crestwood on from the, the Magpies Waitara scoreboard, Guildford 10, Hills District Bulls nil. Jack Wilhouse, very unfortunate not to get a penalty. I didn't think there was any way in the world Daniel Harrison made it back to be square at marker, but Hills District will take advantage of that kick rolling dead, almost back to the 40 metre line now, and they're only just coming up to tackle one because of the seven tackle set. Oh, that's a strong hit there on... On Harrison on, by Wheelhouse. That's right. Solid defence. Now the Bulls need a repeat set here. They need to play smart football, as you said, Keith. Daniel Harrison's going to be playing at two metres short of halfway then. On tackle four from Pass this forward. set. They're on halfway. Pass is taken forward by Robinson. It was flat. He's lost it in the tackle anyway. And the penalty, though, comes to the Bulls for a two-man strip. Bit of push and shoving. Harry Saker wants to take the quick tap. He's not allowed by uh, referee Cameron Paddy to do so as he sets the mark on the halfway line. Penalty goes to the Bulls. 19 to go before half time. And it's still guilt for 10 Lenny Hills District Bulls. Nil. Really disappointing way for Guildford to give up possession there. They, they went in to make the tackle and they ended up ripping it out. They could have really driven Hills District and made a point there, but now Hills have an opportunity to relieve some of the pressure they've been under and set up camp down Guildford's end. Tom Young takes the tap from the touch finder and it's worked across now towards the centre of the park where it's carted ahead by Garden who'll play it. 23 out from the Guildford goal line in front of the post. Dummy half, it's Bradford. Short pass for Lulawise. Had a quiet start by his standards. Certainly had a better start last week at Hickey Slade against Brothers. He needs to lift. He's 18 out from the Owls goal line. Bradford dummy up. Blindside Holiday. Short pass for Harrison. Harrison stands out the back to Tom Young. Just gives the don't argue to Daniel Otto. Hands on and makes the tackle. Two metres out from the Guildford goal line. Back to the left hand open side. Holiday. Long pass to Robinson from a standing start. Tries to duck under a tackle but he's put to the ground. Nine metres out from that Guildford goal line in front of the post. Dummy half it's uh, Bradford. Across to Saker. Out the back to McCoy. McCoy links up there with a Siniali. Siniali is close can he get there? No, he's lost it in the tackle. Trying to reach out and score. Patero picks up the turnover for Guildford. And Guildford come away. And once again, the Bulls cough up possession when trying to build up to something. They can't get out of their own way at the moment. 17 and a half to go before. Half time, Guildford 10, Hills District Bulls now. I'm not hiring anyone from Hills District to handle any Fabergé eggs anytime soon because they're not going to be worth anything once they're through with them. Guildford left to find another day again on the back of the Hills era. And now, real swingy arm coming in over the top there from the Hills District Bulls in uh, Tim Robinson. Lucky it didn't connect. 
David Harris takes the hit up from the re- from the ruck out set for uh, Kilford on tackle four. He's tackled on halfway by Daniel Harrison. Short pass was played out perhaps by Trayvon Lulawai. Penalty goes to Guildford. Mark at never square. He waited for advantage there, Cameron Patty. And that was clever play from uh, uh, the dummy half in uh, Jack Wheelhouse. He knew that... Lo- he knew that... Knew that Lulawai was in an offside position, threw the ball straight at him, knowing he was going to get the penalty. Whatever happened to the interpretation where if you deliberately throw the ball into an offside player, you get penalised? That's a classic opportunity there for Cameron Paddy to make a point that you're not going to be milking any penalties here. That's an opportunity to really drive home the point. But now Guildford get the football back. If I'm Hills District, I'm really getting stuck into Cameron Paddy and asking what's going on there. Jake Ferguson has tackled 23 out now from that uh, Guildford goal line. And Piffaletti, Piffaletti, first touch off the inner Bench makes 10. He's 12 out now from the Bulls goal line on tackle two in front of the post. Wheelhouse dummy half. Short pass for Lewis. Back on the inside to Joe Gardner. Gardner off to get a change bench. First touch is tackled. Nine out in front of the post. Open side to the left. Lewis. Marty Meliali throws the dummy. Back to Camru on the angle. Camru beats one. Camru beats two. And Camru strolls in against an ineffective defence. That gap just opened up. That was almost big enough to drive Paul Face. And he through that gap as Camru went around to score under the posts. Very easy try for Guildford. They're right on top of the 29-8 Grimo with 15 to go before half-time. Guildford 14 Hills District pulls still with a kick to come. Normally when you drift across field as the 5-8 in that situation like Marta Malili did, you send your player back on the inside on a 45-degree angle. Instead, he sent Camru back more on a 60-75 to 75 degree angle. And what that meant was that he missed those first three or four Hills defenders coming across and wanted to see what the other guys were doing who were the front row was coming across on the inside further infield and as it was the first three or four did their job but the next couple of guys didn't and that's where the gap was it wasn't immediately there for Camru but as he drifted back inside the gap was still there he just needed to get back further inside as soon as he did he stepped through it and you're right you could have put a semi-trailer through it you could put two through it and you still wouldn't have had the Hills District closed in time and Guildford now really have the opportunity to drive it home because Hills they had the opportunity down there they stuffed it up and now Guildford they get the piggyback penalty down the other end, whether it should have been given or not, is beside the point. And now they're in for their third try in 16 nil. Well, you would imagine 16. Well, with Josh Lewis having the kick from right in front of the post to uh, uh, Dave McDonald and Hills District Bulls blitzed by this Guildford attack. Well, they have been their own worst enemy too, fellas. Uh, again, mistakes in crucial areas of the field. And of course, a couple of penalties giving Guildford back-to-back sets has hurt them. Again, still very, very warm conditions here. Lewis converts them in front of the post. And you're right, Dave, in these conditions with this warm weather, a lead is a handy one. But we did see it almost get rained in in Sydney Shield. And that's the hope that the Bulls have. Two from three for Josh Lewis. 14 to go before halftime in the 2019 Grimo Memorial Shield match here from Crestwood. It's Hills District Bulls in trouble. Guildford 14, Hills District Bulls nil. The action attraction of the North Shore Magpies Waitara offers a great alternative for the kids these April school holidays. Have Sorry, 16 nil, I should say. The score the hasn't, up, hasn't updated. It's 16 nil. Yep. Have the kids check out the free movie Incredibles 2 on Tuesday, April 16 at 11am. There's a special $8 kids meals from the kitchen from midday as well. For more information, click on the kids entertainment icon at magpieswaitara.com.au. As uh, the short kickoff is fumbled around by Manu Meliali, it's picked up by the Bulls, and here's Lucky Tavali on the next play, charging at the goal line from
from close range. He's three metres out from the Guildford goal line. Open side to Saker left. Switch of play back to the right to Holiday. Nick Holiday t- takes a, a chance at the defence. Eventually he's put to the ground over the top there by Camru. 15 out from that Gil- from that Guildford goal line. Short pass up the middle now towards uh, Gardner. Gardner straight ahead is going to be playing in. It's Ethan Lindsay first touch off the interchange bench. Five out from the Guildford goal line. Open side to Saker. Numbers to the left-hand side. Out the back towards Buddy Gordon. Yelene Buddy Gordon with his experience standing like a colossus. Dragged to the ground two metres out from the Guildford goal line. Last tackle for the Bulls. Down 16-0. Stab kick into the end goal area from Harry Saker. And eventually it's tough to just. Only just by Jaden Field. I tell you what, he wouldn't have wanted the ball to sit up on that lush grass anymore. Tim Robinson was lumbering after it. But eventually the ball just crossed the dead ball line. Goal line drop out for Guildford. Here's an opportunity now for the Bulls. Can they do something here? The scoreboard is wrong. It's reads 14-0. I think they're being kind. Should be 16-0. Guildford 16. Hills District Bulls nil. 12 and a half out from half time. Oh, drop, drop out shanked and it almost took a player in the head. Now Maiden Ong's going to pick it up. But that was a really mature set there and a really good end to it. Harry Shaker getting the ball on the last, rolling the ball in behind, not trying to be a hero, just taking the repeat set. And that's why he's one of the great players for the Poland national team. Oh, here we go. Ethan Lindsay now has got to play it. I knew that was coming at some stage. Lindsay's going to play a 20 out now from the Guildford goal. And out to Shaker. Turns it back on the angle towards uh, John, towards Buddy Gordon. Gordon's going to play it now. 14 out from that Guildford goal in front of the post. Short pass out the back to Ethan Lindsay. Lindsay shot. steps into one. Oh, good shot over the top wheelhouse. Five out from the Guildford goal line. Bradford dummy half. Another short pass has been coughed up cold. Absolutely cold by Lucky Tabali. And once again, not for the first time in this first half, the Bulls shoot themselves in the foot when brewing up to something. Another cheap turnover, and they're gifting this possession and the match at the moment on a plate to Guildford, who rack it out from inside their own 20. Now they get a penalty as well for lying down over the tackle player. Lucky Tavali, the man penalised, compounding his error. 11 and a half to go before half-time. Guildford 16, Hills District Bulls nil. Magpies, Waitara, scoreboard. Again, an opportunity for, for Hills District to really jam home the advantage, and they turn it over with cheap football. Then they compound it by giving away a cheap penalty, and now Guildford, they're still 40 metres away from their own line, but they have the opportunity to set up shop downhills district 10 and try for a repeat set. They tackled on tackle one through Joe Gardner on halfway. That's worked across out the back towards Jake Ferguson. Ferguson will play it. 42 metres out now from that Bulls goal line. On the field now is the Rob Longbottom as the uh, live wire acting half hooker and he's uh, picking up the football on tackle three. Across left hand side, Manamiliali. Manamiliali steps in the traffic. He saw a gap. It closed quickly. Goes to ground in the tackle. He's lost it in the tackle to Hidani Manumaliani and the scrum will pack down with a ball's loose and feed 21 out from their own goal line in front of their own post. I'm not sure that Manumaliani isn't hurt in the tackle. He's taking an eternity to get to his feet. Maybe he's disappointed losing the football in the tackle. He's to his feet now. It's probably his disappointment losing the pill. 10 to go before half time. First half, 2019 Gremo here from Crestwood on Triple H. Hills District Bulls with work to do. It's Guildford 14, Hills District Bulls nil. Yeah, absolute relief there for Hills because Guildford were on the charge then. Another try and be very, very hard to come back from 20 down.
Well, we almost saw it in the Sydney Shield, though, where the Hills District Bulls came back from 30-0 down to almost pinching at the death. 30-28 to 28 if you missed that Sydney Shield score. The scrum is won by the Bulls. It's worked out the back towards Siali, the centre. He's going to play it on his own 30-metre line. Blindside, they operate now. And they're working through uh, Tavali. Tavali's going to play it now. 12 short of halfway. And now there's uh, the first cousin to be the player of the day. It's not played from the correct blade of grass. Get the shaving cream out, please. Mark the spot, FIFA referee style, if you don't mind. And eventually the ball is played from the correct blade of grass. Two blades of grass next to the other one. And it's carted ahead up the middle by Lucky Tavali again. Five short of halfway, he's put the ground. On tackle three. Bradford dummy up. Inside pass looks suspiciously forward to Buddy Gordon. Referee Paddy allows the play to go on. Buddy Gordon crosses halfway for the balls. He's 45 out where he's tackled. Now it's a short pass from uh, Bradford. Oh, just got a lovely shot from, uh, to Eaton Lindsay, but what a shot. was hard over the top. Smacked him into the middle of next week. 35 out. Last tackle for the Bulls. Down 16-0. Saker goes to the air with the high bomb. Now taken out by running accidentally into the referee, Nick Holiday. Taken the last night by Jaden Field. And Field's away. He beats one. He beats two. And eventually Buddy Gordon, of all people, has to make the tackle. Ten short of halfway. Now Jared Patero works across the centre of the park and Patero's going to play it five short of halfway on tackle two another try for uh, Guildford here and it could almost be curtains you'd think here's Dave Harris up the centre now he's tackled 42 out from the Bulls goal line over the top Lindsay made the tackle long bottom dummy half across to Manu Maliali short pass to the left hand blind side to Jake Ferguson Ferguson's going to play it 32 out on the Dan Harrison tackle from the uh, Bulls goal line blind side they operate Manu Maliali uh, juggled the pass eventually tipped on out the back to Camru Cameron tried another quick tip onto his winger Dan Lotu, and all Cameron succeeded in doing was tap it or make an attempt to tap it to the touch judge Mitch Curry, and it went over his shoulder as well. That's how high the tap on was. Scrumbled back down with the balls loose and feed. Eight to go before half time. Both sides feeling the pinch in this 30 degree heat. Great conditions to watch football. Almost great conditions to go to the beach on the first day of non daylight savings. Hopefully, you turned your clocks back and got that extra hour of sleep overnight. Scrum packed down. One by the Bulls. Out the back to Pat Delia. Delia's going to be playing it now. 32 metres out from Zangalo. Did both of you gentlemen get the uh, the timings right uh, overnight or did you get that uh, extra hour lost or game? No, the smartphone updates automatically, so no. it was all good. Didn't even have to think. Oh, good. That's how they want it. Who's lucky Tavali up the centre now from the scrum win? What about you, Macca? Yeah, ditto. <laughs> oh, ditto. Thank you. All right. Tavali's playing at 42 out now from the Guildford goal line. Blindside Holiday turns it back on the angle now. Up the centre towards Tom Young. Tom Young's going to play at 33 out from that Guildford goal line. Dummy half Bradford, long pass to Saker on the left. Turns it back on the angle now to Lucky Tavali. Tavali's going to stand and play the football. 28 out from the Guildford goal line. Last tackle for the Bulls. Down 16 nil. Saker, left-hand blindside. Tries the stab kick. Took a lucky pass. Picked up by Buddy Gordon. Buddy Gordon throws the dummy. Oh. Referee says he's not back though. It's picked up that one by Brett Ray Miller. And he's got the football down. First try for the Bulls. Six more tackles and Advantage played. Try for the Bulls. Fortuitous bounce. Took a bit of a falcon straight into the arms of Buddy Gordon. Crowd great because they thought he lost the football. And in the end of the fight, it's eventually picked up by Chris McCoy. In fact, not Brett Ray Miller. Chris McCoy got the crease. He's gone over the score. He played the first rule of playing to the whistle. And McCoy gets the first try for the Bulls. 
It was scrappy, but by God, they needed it. Six and a half to go before half time. Guildford 16, Hills District Bulls 4, kick to come. Magpies Waitara scoreboard. That's a perfect example of why you try not to block the kick coming through in general play on the last tackle. If you're standing in the defensive line, because if it takes a deflection, then anything can happen. That ball was just rolling through. There was nothing doing. Harry Shaker was just looking for a repeat set. Then all of a sudden, it just goes bang, bang, bang. Pinballs around. Nobody knows what's going on. Buddy Gordon comes up with it. Falcon, Ricochet, and McCoy has the try fortuitously for Hills District. We'll come to you in a moment, Maka, because Harry Saker's lining up the conversion. 15 in uh, from touch. And 15, 20 metres to the left of the uprights. And he comes. Right boot strikes. It looks all right off the boot. Flags are up. Harry Saker, the former NRL and Super League star and Polish international. One from one. One from one for, for him now. Now the scoreboard has corrected itself with five and a half to go before half time in the 2019 Grimo Memorial Shield from Crestwood Reserve. It's Guildford 16, Hills District Ball 6. That could be an absolute game changer there, folks. Again, that'll give the Hills possession again if they can keep Guildford out of their own defensive half for the, in this remaining five minutes. Again, they're going to be in good stead coming into that second half. The action attraction of the North Shore Prize Waitara offers a different Easter alternative this Good Friday, April 19. There's heaps of prizes in the Good Friday Easter raffle at 1pm with over $4,000 of Easter prizes that must be won with tickets on sale from 11.30. And there's the free fun for the kids between 1 and 3, including a special visit from the Easter Bunny doing the rounds. For more info, click on the special events icon at magpieswaitara.com.au. So start your Easter weekend somewhere different this Good Friday at Magpies Waitara, located at Andrew Prade, Waitara, Information Members and Guest Sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. Nick Holiday throws a pass to Tom Young, who carts it ahead on the restart, said he's eight short of halfway. Bradford gets out a dummy half, beats one, beats two, makes 18 good metres up the centre. He's going to play it 38 metres out from the Guildford goal line. Holiday dummy half, worked across to Daniel Harrison to the blind side, links up with Maiden on. On's met and put to the ground by Lotz, who is opposite number. 28 out from the Guildford goal line, and a penalty comes as well, because Lotz, who did not release to the liking of referee Cameron Paddy quickly enough. Penalty goes to the Bulls. And now for the first time today, a cooling, what would you call that? North-easterly breeze, north-westerly breeze has blown up at the back of the Owls into the face of the Bulls. It's not much of a breeze, though. It's very like a very light breeze as the penalty finds touch 28 out from that Guildford goal line. Short pass taken up the centre now by Lucky Tavale for the Bulls. Tavale's going to play at 18 out from that uh, Guildford goal line in front of the post. Dummy half wheelhouse. Up the centre they come now. Dave Bowman first touch off the interchange bench. Bowman's going to play at five out from that Guildford goal line. Open side to Holiday. Long pass out the back to Harrison. Steps back into traffic to the blood nut. But he's well manhandled to the ground by Camru. Six out from the Guildford goal line. Just to the right of the uprights. That's three tackles gone in this set. The play the ball takes forever. Eventually the rack is cleared. Out the back to Holiday to the left. Links up with Saker. Saker. Shot pass for Buddy Gordon. Gordon stands. Three defenders are there to make the tackle on him. Five metres out from the Guildford goal line. Four tackles gone. Blindside. Well picked up by Saker. Stab kick into the end goal area. Cleaned up at the last line by Jaden Field. He'll come out into the field to play and play it. Two metres out from the Guildford goal line. And once again, not for the first time today, as Petru gets out from dummy half and puts in a very good 15 metre burst for the Guildford Owls and plays it 15 out from his own goal line. The visiting side get out of trouble. Now it's from dummy half. It's Jaden Field. He's almost through. In fact, it's long bottom. The will of the West former halfback come replacement hooker. He makes about uh, 20 metres. He's tackled 15 short of halfway. Now it's Lapua who getting out of dummy half. The chunky centre playing a 10 short of halfway tackle for 
Now it's a great run up the middle by Pithaletti. Pithaletti and Pithaletti's going to play it. Halfway line. Last tackle for Gilford. Leads 16-6. Lewis running it on the last. Out the back they go break. Judd. Judd stands. Can't get the pass away. He's caught. Turnover. Brett Ray minimate the tackle. Hand over to the Bulls. They'll play it on their own. 45 in from the far touch. With two minutes 13 to go before half time. The ruck will eventually be cleared. They pass Waitara scoreboard in the 2019 edition of the Grammo. It's Guildford 16, Hills District Ball 6. Hills had a man rush up very quick on that play. I thought he might have jumped before acceptances. Cameron Patty said it was all right. So the second man option with the kicker was on, but Blake Judd was the second man, and he goes to ground with the football. Guildford needed a kick there because Hills District are now back inside Guildford's half. And it's worked up the middle by Chris McCoy for the Bulls, and McCoy's going to play it now. 38 metres out from that Guildford goal line in front of the post. Bradford dummy half on the angle. Lucky Tavani. Oh, good shot. Coming in over the top was Judd, but he was for being inside the area 10 metres are not square, take your pick referee Cameron Paddy gives the penalty to the Bulls, taps taken quickly by Saker Saker runs at the line, out the back short angled pass to Tavale again and Tavale's going to play it 5 out from the Guildford goal line try for the Bulls before half time will give them some hope Saker dummy, uh, Bradford dummy half is smashed to the ground by Wheelhouse's opposite number, 4 out from the Guildford goal line, Saker opposite a dummy half long pass Tavale, Tavale bumps one off, bumps a second off Still going to Vale eventually, Eastport. Four metres out from the Guildford goal line in front of the post. Dummy half, it's Dave Bowman. Left-hand side, Saker. Long cut-out pass to, uh, to winger Balea. Balea for the corner. Scrambling defence. And Balea's dropped the ball. Balea's dropped the football. Not for the first time today. Once again, at the risk of sounding like a broken record in this first half, the Bulls just continue to commit footballing suicide by just continually coughing up the pill when brewing up to a Attacking opportunities in Guildford, just sacking up uh, those mistakes and working the clock down. 40 seconds to go before half time in the first half of the 2019 Grammo Memorial Shield here at Crestwood. The Magpies Waitara, Guildford 16, Hills District Ball 6. Guildford's goal line defence has been absolutely outstanding. Not only have they muscled up, but they're spreading as well. They're numbering up. A lot of times you will see teams, sometimes they get a little softer, although they number up out wide, and sometimes you'll see teams get a little short on numbers out wide because they're muscling up so much in the middle. But not only are they strong in the middle, but they spread well. So Harry Shaker, and he's trying to use his opposite, he's trying to use his 5'8", and Nick Holiday as well, to try and develop something either side of the ruck, but they're not getting anywhere, and the only try they have scored was off a fortuitous bounce as the siren goes siren in the background. Siren goes for half-time with uh, Sua Boaho in possession of the football. And as we reach half-time in the 2019 Nathan Grimmel Memorial Shield, it's the Guildford Owls with their noses well and truly in front. Leading by 16 points to 6. They scored three tries to one. Daniel Lotu in the third minute and a double to Josh Camrew in the 10th and 24th minutes. Josh Lewis, two goals from three attempts. And for the Hills District Bulls, uh, Chris McCoy got their try in the 34th minute and Harry Saker, one goal from one attempt. Pete Zapolsky with scrums uh, and penalties and statistics before we... uh, take a half-time break as the cheerleaders are about to make their way out onto the field to entertain this bumper crowd here at Crestwood at half-time in the 2019 Nathan Grand Memorial Shoot. Well, despite the fact that the handling has been somewhat questionable on both sides, the scrums are only 3-2 in favour of Guildford at the moment, which indicates that the play is being picked up or they're going to ground on the last tackle. The penalty count favours the home side by 6-4. Dave McDonald, our special guest from Alive 90.5 this afternoon. 
Guildford, um, good for that 16-6 lead. The Bulls have all the work to do in the second half. They certainly do. Back to Keith's comments before about the line defence of Guildford. That certainly forced some of the attacking errors from the Bulls, but they have got their way back into this game. I think you'd have to say um, Michael Williams would be a little bit happier with that last 10 minutes, but uh, all the work to do in the second half. It certainly is. 21 and a half minutes to four. It's half-time here at Crestwood in the 2019 edition of the Grimmo Memorial Shield. They hold the shield, the Bulls, but it's a tenuous hold at the moment. Guildford 16, Hills District Bulls 6. We'll be back with the second half right after this on Triple H 100.1 FM. Ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, you're going to be with the 2019 It's time to hit the ice. You're all about caring Sydney Bears are back for the 2019 Australian Ice Hockey League season with all the speed, hits and goals that ice hockey is famous for. Buy a season ticket package to ensure you're not left down in the cold as your Bears rip and tear with the aim of going one better on last year to claim the 2019 Goodall Cup. Log on to bearsden.com.au for all your season ticket and merchandise options. And for the latest Bears news and updates, tune in to The Bench every Friday from 6pm. Sydney Bears, hear us roar. Sponsors of Triple H. Welcome back to Sunday Live, the home of grassroots footy. Time for the second half of the 2019 Nathan Grimmer Memorial Shield match between the Hills District Bulls and the Guildford Owls. Live from Crestwood Reserve, Walkham Hills. Once again, here is Tony Dawson. We welcome you back eventually after four misfires and a false start here to Crestwood Reserve at Borkham Hills. Referee Cameron Paddy blows time on and we start the second half of this uh, 2019 Nathan Grimmer Memorial Shield. The Bulls hold the shield. Oh. And I tell you what, from the kickoff, it's Joe Gander straight up the centre. First run from the restart. He's gone straight through the Bulls like a throw through hot butter. 50 metres up the middle of the field. He's tackled on halfway on tackle one. The Bulls kicking off running to the left of your radio dial, defending the western end in the second half. Guildford running to our right, already deep on attack inside the Bulls half, defending uh, the southern or the uh, sorry, the eastern or the bullpit end, running into the sun in the second 40 minutes on the back of that huge burst from the kickoff. Out the back they come now. Jaden Field links up with one and two as Guildford leads 16 points to six. They're 30 out from that to Hills District Bulls goal line. Back it comes across towards Jake Ferguson up the middle again. And Ferguson's going to be playing at 20 out for the Bulls goal line. Out the back, it's Wheelhouse. The pass is loose, and it's eventually dived on by uh, Trayvon Lulawai for the Bulls. And somehow they breathe a sigh of relief, but what a start. That was Joe Gardner. Straight up the middle of the field from the kickoff, Keith Topolsky. My name is Tony Dose the Sultan. With me is Dave McDonald as well. It's Guildford 16, Hills District Bulls 6. What a start for the second half. That was disgraceful defence from Hills District and just bursting straight through. Barely a hand laid on him. It was like one of those under-10s games where you're just scared to hit a bloke because he's that big. Hills District fortunate to escape and now they're back inside the Guildford half. Lucky Tavali crosses halfway for the Bulls and he's 42 out from that Guildford goal line. Long pass out the back to Saker. Goes to the end with another high bomb. He's not happy with it. It's been a hit to bounce by Petro. It steps uh, back in field. It takes a, an off break when Petro wanted a leg break. He takes it on his own goal line. He beats one Petro. He's almost away. Saker himself, the kicker, had to make the covering tackle. 
30 metres out from the Guildford goal line. Now to the blind side, it's uh, Lapuahu, the centre. He pitches 15 metres. I don't know what was said by Mick Withers at half-time, but it's gone in one ear and out the other. Here's Blake Judd up the middle. Beats one, beats two, beats three. Inside for Longbottom. He turned. Oh, yes. Blake Judd, and Judd scores. A sensational, sensational Guildford Owls try. They started off like a house on fire at the start of the second half. The inside-outside pass from the Blake Judd. He started it. He had support from Robert Longbottom. The inside ball from Lozano. And in the end, it was uh, just to finish it. He's dashed 25 metres to score. And the balls have been caught with their pants down in the 2019 Grammo. Two and a half gone, second half. Guildford 20, Hills District ball six with a kick to come. Well, it was a great effort by, Gilf- by Guildford to clean up that kick in the first instance. It almost drifted out on the fall. Then Patero had to go in and take the ball. As he said, it took the off break rather than the leg break. But the opportunity to go down the short side was really what bore fruit with Daniel Lodu down this side. In, in, in the opportunity to go back to the centre and then that brilliant interchange of passing. There's no other way to describe it. Just let it stand on its own. Just hot potato. And Blake Judd, as you say, he was the man that started. He was the man that rightly finished it. That is a brilliant Guildford try. Brilliant interchange of passing. Keeping the ball alive and making sure that you're in position to take the pass and never giving up on the play. Yeah, quality work, Guildford. But again, questionable defence from Hills so early in this second half. That could become very costly at the end of this half. Well, like I said, I don't want Mick Withers said to them at half time to try and man up in defence, but he did. That's gone in one in and out the other. In this first couple of sets, including that Joe Gardner 60 metre burst from the kickoff. Here's Josh Lewis, 10 metres to the right of the post, kicking towards the western end into the setting sun here at Crestwood, and he comes, right foot strikes it, straight down the middle, no problem. Just He's got three goals and four attempts, and the Hills District Falls grip on the Cremo is now very tenuous. It's now down to perhaps one or two fingers of one hand. Guildford 22, Hills District Falls 6. Four gone second half. Magpies Waitara scoreboard. Magpies Waitara is the action attraction of the North Shore, and they groove your weekend with the Bandits. Next Saturday night, April 13, the Bandits return to Magpies with their great blend of hits from the 70s to now, all in one night. Showtime is 7.30, and it's all free. For more info, click on the entertainment icon at magpieswaitara.com.au. That's the Bandits live and free next Saturday night, April 13, at Magpies Waitara, located at Alexandria Parade Waitara. Information for members and guest sponsors at Triple H 100.1 FM. Well, Jared Patero's dropped the high spiralling kickoff. He puts his hand up. He never was... Uh, there was a thousand to one to catch it. It was going over his shoulder. He's dropped it cold. And so here come the balls. They've got to be the next team to score, you would think, if they're going to be any chance of hanging on to the Grimo. They've got the scrum loose in feet. Ten out from the Guildford goal line, and the scrum has worked by uh, the Bulls. Um, and eventually, they tried the old rugby union style, hold the ball at the back of the, of the scrum to get the defence offside. But referee Paddy uh, didn't have a bar of it, and he wanted the scrum to be repacked. So they're set in again, and here's Saker defeat the scrum again. It's won by the Bulls. Out the back they go now towards uh, uh, off uh, Siali, and Siali's going to be playing it now. Five metres out from the Guildford goal line in front of the post. Open side they operate. Holiday. Holiday throws the dummy. Holiday's almost there. He's dragged to the ground from behind. Five metres out from the Guildford goal line. Ten in from that far touch. Open side they come now towards Eaton Lindsay. Beats one and two. The workaholic back row tackle. Three out from the Guildford 
Carlo next to the right hand upright. Wheelhouse dummy half. Long right to left pass to Saker. Out the back it comes to Buddy Gordon. Gordon stands at the tackle. He can't offload. Has to take the tackle. Five out for the Guildford goal line. Three tackles gone in the set. Dummy half it's Bradford. Long pass Saker. Turns it back on the angle to uh, Lucky Tavale. Tavale's tackled. Five out. In fact that was the fourth. The previous. This is the last now. Five out from the goal line. Left hand open side Saker. Stab kick into the in goal area. It's been knocked on. Picked up out the back by Siali. And Siali scores. Siali scores the ball second try. Again, it was Jaden Fair who eventually knocked that football on the stab kick from Harry Saker. And Afaya Siali picks up a second for two and a try for the Bulls. But they need everything they can get at the moment. Guildford 22, Hills District Bulls 10. Seven goals, second half. Magpies White Taylor scoreboard with the kick to Carl. And it was the kick, it was the chase, I should say, from Buddy Gordon that really did it. Harry Shaker rolling the ball in behind the line. Jaden Field had no problems getting there first, but Buddy Gordon was steaming through. Field was conscious of the fact that if he picked it up and stood up, then Gordon was going to drive him straight back into the end goal. So he had to try and pick it up and dive in one motion, and he ended up coughing the football up. Hills District picked the football up, get over the line, score the try. You're right next to score and they were and that was so desperately needed by Hills District and they managed to find it. Quite fortuitous again after that first couple of minutes but a chance here to make it 22-12. Well here's the conversion Harry Saker his stab kick led to the try 10 metres to the 15 metres to the left of the uprights and 18 out from the Guildford goal line kicking straight towards the amenities shed the eastern end the ball pit as it's known here at Crestwood right boot strikes it makes no mistake two goals from two attempts for Harry Saker eight goals second half in the 2019 Nathan Grimmo Memorial Shield maybe the grip on the uh, Grimmo is now back to four fingers on one hand instead of two Guildford 22 Hills District Bulls 12 Magpies Waitara scoreboard. The action traction of the North Shore Magpies Waitara proves your weekend settled at the Sapphire Lounge with the bandits next Saturday night, April 13th. Always got to bring the disco ball when you come here in the, in the dancing shoes. The bandits return to the mag to Magpies with their great blend of hits from the 70s to now all in one night and it's all for free from 7.30. For more info, click on the entertainment icon at magpieswaitara.com.au. That's the bandits live and free next Saturday night, April 13th at Magpies Waitara. Located at Alexandria Parade Waitara. Information members and guest sponsors. Triple H 100.1 FM. Here comes uh, uh, the Bulls with that uh, comeback try. Back to within shouting distance. And Tim Robinson takes the hit up the middle. He's going to be playing at five short of halfway on tackle two. Bradford dummy half. Tavali up the centre. Gets the legs pumping. He's got four defenders to beat. Longbottoms there. Gets it off right away in traffic. Oh, Cameron Paddy and called held. Goodness me, another referee might have let that go and allowed the offload because the pass was on. And eventually Tavali plays it 40 out. Now Holiday to the right-hand side. Lovely pass out the back to Bradford on the left shoulder and Bradford's put to the ground 28 metres out from that Guildford goal line last tackle for the Bulls down by 10 Saker again another high tester into the sun for Patero to chase Patero's dropped it cold and it's tapped dead by Josh Lewis wasting no time from behind referee's going to rule the knock on in the field of play scramble packed down with a Bulls loose and feed 10 metres out from the Guildford goal line 20 in from this broadcast touch nine gone second half it's Guildford 22 Hills District Bulls 12 in the second half of the Grimo for Magpies Waitara. Well, I 
I think on the last tackle, it's a very simple play for Hills District. Wherever you are on the field, get the ball and kick it to this touch line and put it high for Jared Patero because he's really struggling out there at the moment under the high ball. Hills District golden opportunity to get another one and really make a game of this. And I dare say that if they haven't scored by five, they're going to be rolling it back to this side. Yeah, tough one looking into the sun there too, Keith. And very fortuitous that Josh Lewis was right there to kick it dead. Otherwise, there was two Hills players right there. They win the scrum, the Bulls, and it's Balea standing at his extra 5'8", taking a hit up into the teeth of the Guildford defence. Goes to the ground, five metres out from the Guildford goal line on tackle one. Bradford at dummy half, right hand side to Holiday. Bout the back to Tom Young. Tom Young stands, not held, gets up again, Tom Young. Eventually, the former Ascot product is playing at three metres out from that Guildford goal line. Back to the left-hand open side. Poor pass on the second bounce to Holiday. Dishes off to Eaton Lindsay up the centre. Lindsay takes the hit up and is tackled by Harris. Lock on lock, 12 out from the Guildford line. Blindside Saker, cut out pass, standing in the tackle, Buddy Gordon. The, 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 the play was read by Blake Judd, who made the tackle, but he held on too long. Held on too long, said referee Cameron Paddy. Penalty goes to the Bulls, eight metres out from that uh, uh, from that Guildford goal line. Now the, the tap's taken quickly. Gordon takes it himself. He wants to go himself. He's got four defenders to deal with. Can't get the football down. He's held up in goal, Yaleen Buddy Gordon. So we're going to come out to the 10-metre line for the optional place kick restart. Oh, no, no, for the next play the ball. Two tackles gone in this set. And so the penalty is going to... Uh, so the, uh, the play the ball is going to take place now. Let's have a look here. Play the ball is going to take place. 10 metres out from that uh, Guildford goal line. Slow play the ball. Bradford dummy half. Here's Bowman up the centre now. Bowman out the back to Bradford. Bradford continues to play to Saker. Saker takes on the defence. But the defence is too good over the top. Joe Gardner. 12 metres out from the Guildford goal line in front of the post. Another slow play the ball. Up the centre, Lucky Tavali. Inside pass is a lovely one to, towards uh, Bologna's tackle. Three metres out from the Guildford goal line. Right in front of the post at the bullpen end of the ground. It's a slow play the ball. Bradford dummy up. Flat pass. Flat pass is a beauty for Dave Bowman. And Lucky has done so often for the Bulls over the years. Running the flat line down the left-hand corridor. Dave Bowman crashes over to score under the post. And now we have the ball game on in the 29-8 demo. The Bulls are back in the contest. They may have one hand on the trial machine again. Guildford 22, Hills District Ball 16. Six a cup, Magpies by Tyler Scoreball. Guildford knew what was coming because Hills have tried that a couple of times during the play. They just said forward right one out trying to get on the outside of the immediate defender couldn't quite work then they got Dave Bowman he was the one that spotted Dave Harris and Dave Bowman was able to get a much lower center of gravity getting underneath Dave Harris that was the problem before that was the Hills players were too upright and Guilford were able to get underneath them this time Harris couldn't get down far enough and Bowman was able to slide under for the try not even the post could stop him there here's the conversion then from uh... Harry Saker right in front of the posts. Ten metres out to convert the Dave Bowman try and set up a, a tremendous second half. He strikes it. He's got a three from three for Harry Saker. And just like the Sydney Shield, the Hills District Bulls are mounting a comeback. 13 gone second half. Magpies Waitara scoreboard in the 2019 Cremo Memorial Shield. 
It's Guildford 22, Hills District Pools 18. The action attraction of the North Shore Magpies Waitara offers a great alternative for the kids these April school holidays. Have the kids check out the free movie Incredibles 2 on Tuesday, April 16 at 11am. There's the special $8 kids meals from the kitchen from midday. For more, click on the kids entertainment icon at magpieswaitara.com.au. So take the kids somewhere different these school holidays. Take them to Magpies Waitara, located at Alexandria Parade Waitara. Information members and guest sponsors at Triple H 100.1 FM. Here come the balls then, racking it out from inside their own 20 and it's uh, Pat, uh, Paddy Bully on the winger, charging ahead, he's making 8 or 9 metres, he's tackled 24 metres out from his own goal in front of a bumper crowd, certainly enjoying the Indian summer conditions here at the Crestwood Reserve Sapphire Lounge in Borkham Hills today. Next hit up is taken by Lucky uh, 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 by Lucky uh, Tavala and he's tackled 10 short of halfway. On the next play short pass out the back to Buddy Gordon who stands far for now, gets the offload away in traffic back to Bradford who made the initial run out of dummy half and Bradford's got to be playing in the tackle of Dave Harris 42 metres out from that uh, Guildford goal line. Guildford trying to side play the ball. That pass was a mile forward from Holiday out of dummy half, but it was allowed to go. Both touch judges of the referee let that go as the hit-up was taken ahead by Bowman. 32 out from the Guildford goal line. Last tackle. Back to Saker. Goes to the air. High towering bomb. Jaden Field takes it comfortably and sped bravely in the face of the chase of Maiden on and he'll play it five metres out from his own goal line. Jaden Patero gets out of dummy half the winger. And Patero's got to be playing it now. 12 out from his own goal line in front of his own post. 15 gone, second half. It's Guildford up by four. Cutting it ahead now is Jaden Field, but he's smashed to the ground in the tackle. Over the top by Lucky Tavali on his own 30. Now it's Lapuaho, the centre out of dummy half. He makes 10 metres. He's tackled on his own 30. Should quick play the marker can't be on. Marker was never onside, but Longbottom takes off from dummy half and pitches 18 metres. He's tackled on halfway, last tackle. Passes the shocker from Josh Lewis. No one wanted it. Picked up by Manu Maliani. Puts it a hurried stab, kicking behind the defence. Easily picked up by Maidenong on his own 20. It's, you get the feeling that the Bills have worked their way back into the contest now. And that Guildford, as was the case in Sydney Shield, running out of gas rapidly. There's still a long way to go before the finish line, though, however. 15 minutes only gone, second half. Guildford lead 20 18. They were up by 22 points to six at one stage as the Bulls ruck it out towards their own 40 metre line. Here's Daniel Harrison, the blood nut, down the right hand corridor. He's got to be playing it now, eight metres short of halfway. Five metres in from that far touch line. Another slow play of the ball. Both sides now feeling the heat and getting tired in the conditions. Up the middle they come now through, uh, uh, through Robinson, and Robinson's going to play it on halfway, the skipper, on tackle four. Now Bowman with the hit up, straight into the teeth of the Guildford defence. Blake Judd makes the tackle. 42 out from the Guildford goal line. Last tackle for the Bulls, down by four. Back to Saker, runs it on the last, then puts it on the on the toe, off the right boot, to slow play down and find touch, which he does. Finds touch 19 metres out from that Guildford goal line. This match is up for grabs now as we approach the championship rounds as Kiwi McRonish, who's taken a break for this one, would like to call it. It's Guildford 22, Hills District Bulls 18 for Magpies Waitara in the 2019 edition of the Grammar. They like to give Harry Shaker plenty of time and get him very deep to put up a high ball. Only problem is, if you don't get decent service and you need to throw the ball out the back line as a precaution on the last, you don't have anybody really there. So he had to get a rush kick away, drove it along the ground in a touch, which was a good result in the end. But really, if you're going to send it out the back to Harry Shaker, 
you need to make sure that you get it to him in plenty of time so he can put up a big kick. Progress scores around the grounds in Canterbury Cup with NRL about to kick off uh, at uh, uh, in Melbourne between Melbourne and the Bulldogs, but in Canterbury Cup, full-time North Sydney Oval, North 42, Canterbury nil in the Channel 9 match. Yes, that's right, it's not a mistake. North 42, Canterbury nil at Albury Keats Reserve half-time in Canterbury Cup. Mounties 24, Wests nil. Mounties 24, Wests nil. And at Ringrose Park, it's Wentworthville 12, Newtown nil. Wentworthville 12, Newtown nil. Back here, 40-20 by Josh Lewis. He's got it, I reckon. Oh, yeah. That's not just a 40-20 at the back end of the tackle count. That's a 35 inside his own 30. He's found touch two metres out from the Guildford goal line. That's not just a 40-20. That's a 35. That's the class and experience of Josh Lewis, who did play a handful of games for the Roosters many moons ago at the NRL level before injury uh, curtailed his career. He's still very good at this level, and now Guildford can go back on attack from 10 metres out from the from the Hills District Bulls goal line. The tap's taken, and here's Joe Gardner up the centre. Gardner's going to play it. Four metres out from that Bulls goal line in front of the post. Long bottom hops in a dummy half. At the back, Lasalo. Lasalo, a great tackle out the back, Judd. Five metres out from the goal line. Long bottom from dummy half. Long bottom goes inside, but he's wrestled to the ground over the top. Bowman, two metres out from the Bulls goal line. Just to the right, of the, the left of the uprights as we look at it. Across to Lasalo. Lasalo at the back to Josh Lewis. He links up with Blake Judd. Judd stands at the tackle, but there's no one there to, to uh, take the pass. So Judd has to take the tackle. Nine metres out from that Bulls goal line. Open side, Lewis. Stab kicking to the in goal area. It stacks on the middle. Well picked up at the last line by uh, uh, Nick Holiday. Holiday's going to knock on. Now he's got a knock on. No. Referee Cameron Patty has found a knock on. No advantage. Initial knock on by the uh, Guildford chaser coming through trying to pick the football up in the face of uh, Nick Holiday. Scrabble packed down with a uh, ball's loosened feet. 10 out from their own goal line and the 20 in from the far touch line. We've got 19 minutes gone in this second half. Hills District Bulls back in the contest and Guildford maintaining their 22-18 lead in the second half of the 2019 Grimmo Memorial Show. They just looked really disorganised, that set, Guildford. They didn't have any real purpose or, or game plan in terms of what they wanted to do. It was just a little bit of a little bit of patchy football and here and there and everywhere and they, they really need to figure out what their game plan is and how they want to do this if they're going to end up winning this football game. As the Bulls from the scrum tackle three blindside, Tom Young almost picked up over the, over the horizontal before eventually he's put to the ground now, 32 metres out from his own goal line. It's crossed to Lucky Tavali up the centre now, he's been a heavy uh, workaholic for the Bulls off the interchange bench today, he's tackled 10 short of halfway, dummy half Bradford across to Holiday, Tim Robinson, the captain Courageous up the centre. He has to roll the sleeves up and lead by example. He's tackled. Three short of halfway holiday. Blindside Saker. Right boot clearing kick. Looking for position now. That's turned Jaden Field around. Straight to his goal line. Into his in-goal area. He's going to be playing it now. It gets out and oh. play. That's a high tackle surely over the top by uh, Saker, the kicker. But it's allowed to go by referee Cameron Paddy. Petro gets out a dummy half. He makes 10 or 12 metres. Referee Cameron Paddy wanting to put the whistle in the pocket now and not wanting to decide the match and letting a few extra things go in these tackles. It's worked across now towards uh, Lapuahu for the Owls. Lapuahu's going to be playing it on his own 30. Centre of the park. Long bottom dummy half. It's worked across to Joe Gardner again up the middle with a good burst. Gardner's tackled on his own 30. Just to the left-hand side of centre. We're into the final 20 now. There's the penalty. Coach Killer late in the second half. And I'll tell you what, he liked that too. In fact, it was Dylan McLean that earned the penalty. He had a few words to say too to uh, Lucky Tavali after earning that penalty as well as he 
got to his feet. But the penalty goes to Guildford on their own 30-metre line. 20 gone. 20 to go in the 2019 Grimo. And it's Guildford 22. Hills District falls 18. But they pies white hard. You're right. They should have got the penalty a few tackles earlier with the high shot on Jaden Field coming out. He could have let that ball run dead, I thought. But as it was, he played at the football. But Hills District, they gave up the penalty later in the set. You're right. It's a coach killer. 35 metres away now, Guildford. Let's see if they can actually put together a set where there's a clear plan to it. Long bottom dummy up. Here's big Piffoletti. Piffoletti. He's almost Sue up the middle, dragged to the ground from the line by Holiday. Well, he wasn't held. He got up. Did he play it himself? That's an old throw back to the 1980s if he played the ball to himself. Blindside they operate now. Lewis, short pass. Oh, nice ball. Judd reaches out with the big right arm. No, it's double movement. No, double movement. Penalty to the balls. Double movement, says referee Kevin Paddy. Well, Blake Judd was there. He was looking for try number two. He could reach out. He could smell it. He could taste it. But just like a, a number of young men in their young days at 3 a.m. in the morning, couldn't complete the deal. And the penalty given away for the double movement. He couldn't help himself. Reached out with the second movement. Penalty to the balls. They find touch 30 metres out from their own goal line. And they live to breathe and fight another day. 18 and a half to go before full time in the 2019 Grimo. Guildford 22, Hills District pulls 18. We've got a man out wide who's still down receiving treatment. So they've been allowed to take the kick for touch. And this is almost a de facto drinks break given the heat that we're experiencing. Although they didn't have a, have one in the first half, but they're getting one in the second half. Well, now. Everyone's having a drink now. They're all taking the opportunity both sides. It's Josh Cameron Josh was Cameron the man was receiving the, attention. Yep. Josh Cameron down with the right leg. He's still feeling that right ankle quite ginger in the hands of a trainer in back play. He can't put any weight on that right ankle at all. It was a glorious shot ball though down here and you had all the time in the world. Blake Judd, you thought he was there. It was the perfect ball. Brilliant gap running. Hitting the ball at pace. You picked the right gap and he went straight through it and he couldn't. I thought the ball was still off the ground. He was entitled to have another shot but Cameron Paddy said it was already on the ground and therefore penalty the Hills District. The balls get out of trouble. They'll be tapping the ball on their 30 in, in Indeed, they do so now. And they do so now, and it's Tavali with the hit-up. He's going to be playing it after running his measure 10 metres short of halfway. It's worked across to Galeen Buddy Gordon. The experienced campaigner is tackled. Three metres short of halfway on tackle two. Holiday hops in a dummy half. Robinson up the middle, another experienced campaigner with NRL experience. That's a big burst from the skipper. 18 great metres, and he's still going. He flicks a pass out the back two. Picked up by Galeen Buddy Gordon in traffic. Gordon beats one and two. And all of a sudden, the ball's a third. 35 metres out now from the Guildford goal line. Right hand open side to Saker. Turns it back on the angle now with a good burst to Tavali. Tavali's going to play it now. 15 out from that uh, Guildford goal line in front of the post. Right hand blind side. Out the back it comes. Through the hands. Lovely pass. Try in the corner. Superb pass out the back. And it's minded on who scores in the corner. That's through the hands. Brent Ray Miller who's had a quiet afternoon. Got the pass from Holiday. He in turn linked up with uh, minded on. On scores at the corner. And we're locked up at the Grimo. 17 and a half to go before full time in the 2019. And the Bulls have come back again from 22-6 down. 22-0. They didn't number up the open. They really had to make sure that when they 
the ball away. Shut up, Chip. Oh, you're getting in the earpiece. So when they decided to throw the ball out the back hills district, Guilford hadn't numbered up, and they decided to go left side on their defensive line. Guilford, rather than shifting that way, they decided to just park themselves. And Hills District had the ball spread. A couple of second man plays, and all of a sudden, you had to figure out who you were marking, whether you were going the intercept or not. And they decided to leave Martin Ong all alone on his outside, on the right-hand side. Took the ball, was able to get away from the defence, and touchdown, 22 points all. Well, here's the conversion of the Martin Ong try now from uh, Harry Saker, who uh, had a big role to play in a couple of those kicking, uh, uh, a couple of those... Uh, long raking kicks to set up field position and then the out the back in out plays which saw Maiden on score the match levelling try in the corner two metres in from the far touch, 27 out he's kicked three from three so far, Harry Saker this is what he's been brought to the club to do and he comes now right boot strikes and it's in the air, touch judges like it, flags are up straight down the middle that's what he was brought to the club for the grip on the grimmer is now a two-handed one again. Dave McDonald. Magpies by Tara scoreboard, 15 and a half to go. Hills District falls with all the running 24. Guildford 22. Finger by finger, they've been reclaiming this match here, Tony. It's been a wonderful, resilient effort in this second half from the Bulls. There's still plenty of football left in this with 15 and a half to go. But a great effort from the Bulls. The kickoff is deep and it's taken at the back there by Balea, who dishes off towards uh, Tabali. Charges back at the defence and he's put to the ground on tackle one. 26 metres out from his own goal line. Now it's worked across towards Afias Diali, who scored one of the tries in the comeback. He's tackled on his own 40, just to the left of centre. And now from dummy half, it's going to be uh, uh, Tavali again. It's going to be Siali again. Siali makes eight. He's tackled too short of halfway. Holiday. Now out the centre. It's a good burst taken forward by Ethan Lindsay. And Lindsay's going to be playing at 45 metres out. And all of a sudden, on three plays, they've made 50 metres. That pass was again forward out of dummy half from Holiday to Tim Robinson. But allowed to go by the touch judges and the official. And Robinson's tackle, 38 out from the Guildford goal line. Last tackle for the Bulls, who lead by two now. Saker goes to the air, another high tester for Petro. Takes it comfortably with not much pressure on this time on his own goal line. But have a look at this Bulls chase. Seven of them in a black wall down there to meet him. And they go over the, the head too. And Lulalai goes over the top with the penalty. Penalty goes to Guildford. Lulalai gets the penalty away. That's pretty much dumb pop plan stuff. Trayvon Lulalai made the tackle. Couldn't quite help himself, Keith Topolsky, and gives away the penalty. 26 metres out from the Guildford goal line in front of their own post. The penalty finds touch. Straight in our commentary position here at Crestwood. And Guildford will start from their own 40. Hills District Bulls, 24. Guildford, 22. 14 to go in the 2019 Grimmer. Looks like my car's all right. But that, as you say, that was a really stupid play. It was a great tackle. And then he went straight for the head and gave a facial that you could find at any day spa. And it was probably just as good in terms of the working of the face. And now Guildford inside the Hills 40. They need to settle themselves down, get a repeat set because they've been attacking without getting that repeat set. Manu Meliani goes out the back. He throws a short cutout pass towards Zagana and he's smashed to the ground by Brent Ray Miller over the top. 40 out from that Hills District Bulls goal line. Now it's Lapuahu who takes the hit up to try and settle the play down. He makes about 9 or 10. He's 28 out from the Bulls goal line. Here's Piffoletti, Piffoletti from a standing start. He's almost through, run, lumbering his big frame forward. He's going to be playing at 16 out from that Bulls goal line in front of the post. Blindside left, Manu Maniali. Here's the chip kick in the in-goal area. Picked up out the back. Picked up out the back, Jake Ferguson. He went over to score the try and he's been pulled up just short. Desperate last-ditch defence, 
Chris McCoy on Jake Ferguson saved a certain try and the balls will play to meet around from their own goal line and 10 metres in from that far touch line 13 to go before full time the spirit of Nathan Grimo looking down upon this ground now as the Bulls 24 lead Guildford 22 in the 2019 Grimo for Magpies Waitara it wasn't a bad idea to put the chip kick through because that's how you're going to get away from the Hills players who are getting down low to protect the kick but as it was Ferguson he took the mark very well but then because they're so low to the ground already McCoy was able to hold up and make sure that the ball didn't go over the line and great inside step here's the jump great step there from the Jalene Buddy Gordon is away Jalene Buddy Gordon 60 metre burst down the left hand corridor from a Nathan from a Nathan from a Harry Saker pass tackle 28 out from that Guilford goal line back to the open side for Holiday back to Saker long pass out the back linking with Nassima on the field first touch of the oh shot back inside to On and he's lined up by Manu Maliani and nailed to the ground 28 out from the goal line line side Nassima out the back Holiday he links up with McCoy and McCoy the real McCoy Hills District Bulls 28, Guildford 22, kick to come, Magpies Waitara score. Well, the defensive line for Guildford, even when they recovered, is all over the place. Yelene Gordon, great left foot step to cut through, but I have to say it was a great tackle at the back from Jaden Field. Jaden Field, you, you talk you talk about integrity and being half the man somebody is. Well, Jaden Field physically is half the man, but Yelene Gordon is. He's enormous by comparison. Field made the tackle. I have to say that was a great shot going in to make sure that Hills went to ground. I think it was the shot going in from Mona Mullerly laid out one of the Hills players flat, but then they still had the numbers out wide. They didn't line up, Guildford. They lined up on the right-hand side well, but again, that left-hand defence has been caught. That's the second time Hills District have had a straight overlap on that side and took full advantage of it. Yeah, that hit was on mine and Ogden. I don't think you'll see a bigger hit this weekend in rugby league, full stop. That was an absolute bone cruncher. He didn't see it coming to mine and on, but it didn't matter because counted for North the very next play because Mona Meliali had left his uh, flank open alongside Lepoahu. The space was there for McCoy to score. Now, here's the conversion attempt from Saker. Same spot as the last one that he nailed. Meter in from that far touchline, 27 out. Kicking towards the eastern end. The ball pit end of Crestwood. Four from four so far. Right boot strikes and it's up in the air. Touch judges like a flag scaler. He's got five for five. Harry Saker. Ten to go before full time and now all of a sudden... Nathan Grimo Memorial Shield may be staying at the ball pit for another 12 months. Hills District Bulls 30, Guildford 22, Magpies Waitara scoreboard. Magpies Waitara is the action attraction of the North Shore and they offer a different Easter alternative this Good Friday, April 19. There's heaps of prizes in the Good Friday Easter raffle at 1pm with over 4,000 of Easter prizes that must be won with tickets on sale from 11.30 and there's the free fun for the kids between 1 and 3 including a special visit from the Easter Bunny doing the Easter rounds. For more info the website is magpieswaitara.com.au and you click on the special events icon. So start your Easter weekend somewhere 
somewhere different this Good Friday at Magpies Waitara, located at Alexandria Parade Waitara. Information members and guest sponsors, Triple H 100.1. They're full of running now. The Bulls, Daniel Harrison's playing it on tackle three, and they're already up to halfway with quick play the Bulls. Now it's a short pass towards uh, uh, Eaton Lindsay up the middle. He's dragged to the gun on the back of another 14 metre burst. 36 metres out from the Guildford goal line. Open side to the right to Saker. Turns it back to Tim Robinson up the middle, and Robinson settles the play down. He's playing it 30 metres out from the Guildford goal line. Last tackle for the Bulls in our lead, 30 to 22. Saker, high, high. Gary Owen, like Bob again. Well taken, Jaden Field. Well, what sort of tackle was that by Harry Saker? It's not a shoulder charge because he hasn't tucked the arm into the body, so he's just run through and basically chested him. It was a chest, and there's nothing chest. against the and there's the nothing rule. against that in the rules. Saker trying to lead from the front on chase with the chest on, not shoulder charge, but chest charge, chest charge on the Jaden Field as eventually Patero takes off from dummy half makes 10 metres. He's tackled 15 out from his own goal. And they work to Pifoletti, Pifoletti on the left-hand blind side. But have a look at Guildford, will you? They're bunched. Throw a blanket over them. That's how tired they are. It's worked across now towards Lasalo up the centre. And Lasalo is going to play it on his own 30. But they're already up to five tackles. No punch in this uh, re- recovery set at all. But they run on the last man. Amadiali. He links up down the blind side with Cameron. Cameron throws a couple of dummy. Oh, he's away. Break down on the inside to Manu Meliali. And Manu Meliali full back to beat. Manu Meliali is there. Manu Meliali scores a sensational try. He has a few words to say to the fullback after he scores the try as well. Almost throws the football in the fullback Chris McCoy's face. And Nick Holliday has a few words to say from behind. There's uh, very high feelings in that Hills District Bulls in goal area at the moment. But it doesn't take away from the fact that Panani Manu Meliali has scored another magnificent length of the field breakout try where there was nothing on. On the last hand, uh, on the last tackle, they threw caution to the wind and rolled the dice down the left-hand blind side. And it was finished by Manu Meliali who scored. And there is perhaps one more twist in this tale. Hills District Bulls 30, Guildford 26 kick to come. Magpies Waitara scored. It was a brilliant last tackle option. They saw that Hills had all their players back waiting for the kick. So Manu Meliali threw the ball out the back to Camru and everybody was waiting for Camru to pass but instead he went himself and found Marna Malili back on the inside. I think when Marna Malili's gone over to score the try, he didn't like the tackle coming in over the top so he had a couple of choice words for McCoy and gave him a bit of what for with the football as well and then Holiday wanted to get one back as well. Yeah, he actually threw the ball at him while he was on the ground, unawares but game on here folks. Here's the conversion then, Josh Lewis, he's kicked three from four so far, he's 20 in from that far touch line, he's getting raspberries from those Bulls supporters the hordes that have turned out in big numbers here today, must be about 12 to 1500 in attendance and he comes, Lewis right boot strikes it, he's got it straight down the middle, from 15 out and 20 in from the far touch he has four goals from five attempts, strap yourselves in for the closing stages, a thriller to the 2019 Grimo on Magpies, Waitara Grimo Memorial Shield Day, Magpies, Waitara scoreboard, it's Hills District Bulls 30, Guildford 28. Magpies Waitara is the action attraction in the North Shore and they group your weekend with the Bandits next Saturday night, April 13. The Bandits return to Magpies with their great blend of hits from the 70s to now, all in one great night. Showtime 7.30 and it's all for free. For more info, click on the entertainment icon at magpieswaitara.com.au That's the Bandits live and free next Saturday night, April 13 at Magpies Waitara located at Alexandria Parade Waitara. Information members and guest sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. That's a head slam on David Harrison is allowed to go. Fortunate for Hills and fortunate for Tim Robinson. And uh, Robinson lucky not to be penalised as Dylan McKeon takes the next hit up up the centre now. Again, Robinson tries to go with the late shot over the top.
top of the layout, the pass by Patty. Right in the tackle count, the pass from Manny Maniali is a shocker. It has to be picked up at the back by Daniel Lotu, who does well to stay in the field and play and take the tackle. They lost 15 metres on that movement though. They take the next hit up now through Jake Ferguson down the left-hand corridor, and Ferguson's tackled eight short of halfway. Last tackle, it's a, a lead to the Bulls by two, chip kick over the top from Manny Maliali, who regathers himself, puts another chip kick in, Lewis is a ball offside, Pifaletti, Pifaletti toes ahead, another toe ahead by Lepuaro, Lepuaro picks it up, and Lepuaro scores a freakish miracle miracle try, I see it, but I cannot believe it, the Guildford supporters are up, they're in one, no. the has been given by Cameron Paddy, and just like the 2015 and 2016 Grammos, Guildford in the closing stages may have snatched the shield again, Josh Lewis did well to stay out of the play when he was in an offside position, Kifaletti, Kifaletti, got the second and third, Grammos kicks in, I don't know whether it was rugby league or whether it was FA Cup style involving Manchester United and Chelsea at one stage. But Lapuero picked up the football after the fourth grubber and he scored in the corner. Guildford 32, Hills District Bulls 30, kick to come, 4.40 to go before full-time Magpies Waitara scoreboard. And it shouldn't have been a try and Tim Robinson and Harry Shaker are blowing up the locks and they are right to do so. Mona Malili came through and got the toe on the ball and Josh Lewis, was, uh, not Josh Lewis, um, Josh Lewis. In fact, yes, sorry, it was Josh Lewis. Josh Lewis was in front, and he's going to make a play at the football, realised he's offside, and tried to peel away from it, but he's inside the 10-metre zone. He's inside the 10-metre radius, and he's having a big effect on play, and Hills District don't know whether to go for the ball or not, because that offside man is there. He's had an impact on the play. That's an automatic penalty to Hills District for inside the 10. Cameron Paddy has had a brain explosion, because he knew Lewis was offside, and he put the whistle in the pocket. Here's Lewis then to convert the Lepawahu try. He's 20 metres out from the Bulls goal line and 15 in from this broadcast touch. He's kicked four from five today and he had a big part to play unwittingly in that try. Right boot strikes and he's hooked it out to the right hand side. No goal. Four from six for Josh Lewis. Three minutes 38 to go. Guildford 32. Hills District Bulls 30 in the 2019 Grimo for Magpies Waitara. Magpies Waitara is the action attraction of the North Shore and they offer their kids the free movie Incredibles 2 on Tuesday, April 16 at 11am and their special $8 kids meals from the kitchen from midday. For more information, go to magpiesweitara.com.au and click on the kids entertainment icon and that's a kids penalty there given away by Pat Belia. So take the kids somewhere different these school holidays. Take them to Magpies Waitara located at Alexandria Parade Waitara. Information from members and guest sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. They tried the short kickoff. Harry Saker tried the short kickoff. It didn't go the 10 metres and Pat Belia's instinct came into play and he caught the football inside the area 10 automatic penalty to Guildford centre of the halfway line referee has stopped the clock with 2 minutes 55 to go there's still time for the Bulls but there's not much of it I dare suspect they may only have one set of 6 left now and they're going to have to do the length of the field job to pull something out of the fire and try and invoke the spirit of Nathan Grimo from above to pull off another miracle. They've come back once in this match today. They're going to have to do it a second time, but Guildford have something to say about that with possession first. Pifaletti, Pifaletti carts it ahead from the penalty on tackle three. He's tackled 33 out from that uh, Guildford goal. Coming out of the line, Saker tried to put the big shot in on McKeon and he missed. And McKeon's put to the ground, 26 out from that Bulls goal line. Slow play the ball. Wheelhouse dummy half. Up the middle, Lasalo. Lasalo stands in the top. He can't offload. Still going, he's tackled. 15 
three now for the Bulls goal line. Dummy up, wheelhouse. Blindside, Martinelli, Judd. Judd goes to the goal line, dragged to the ground. Four metres out from that to Bulls goal line. Four tackles gone in the set. It's the coup de grace coming. Inside pass, Pifaletti, Pifaletti. Pifaletti stands. He's got five defenders on him who hang on for dear life. It's the last tackle. I didn't see the hand go up, but he's ruled it's a changeover. So Hills District Bulls have one minute 55 to pull a miracle out of the fire. They've got to go the length of the field in six tackles. And there's 10 of those metres right now with Chris McCoy. Tackle 10 out from his own goal line. 15 in from the far touch. Here comes Tom Young on the next hit up. He makes another 10 metres. He's put to the ground. 23 out from his own goal line. That's a penalty. And the tackle penalty. There's a strip. A strip. Tap taken, taken quickly this time. He's allowed to, uh, Bradford to take the quick tap and run his measure. He's tackled 10 short of halfway. Now here's your lean buddy Gordon to the blind side. He gets the big legs pumping. He's over halfway on tackle two on the penalty set. Is the miracle coming here? Robinson up the centre. Out the back it goes now towards uh, uh, Trayvon Lulawai. Lulawai's playing at 40 out from the Guildford goal line. One minute five to go. Blind side to the right hand side. Masiba. Cut out pass to Harrison. He links up with Young. Tom Young down the blind side. Still going Tom Young. Stands at the tank. He's in touch. He's in touch. Funneled in a touch by David Harris. The workaholic defender. And that's it. There won't be time now for the Bulls to pull off a miracle. Guildford at the scrum loose and feed 30 out from their own goal line. They're going to regain the Grammo in 2019 in an absolute classic here at uh, the Crestwood Reserve at the Sapphire Lounge. They've turned it on today. And by gee, it's been a pleasure to call. But it's Guildford 32, leading Hills District Bulls 30. Referee Cameron Paddy stops the clock with 32 seconds to go. But Guildford will have possession, Keith Popolski. And they should run down the clock to a sweet victory from here. They are going to push like there's no tomorrow. Hills in this scrum in desperation, but you would think Guildford will win it. Scrum is packed now. The Bulls try the push, but it's won by Guildford. Out the back to David Harris. Harris has got through his usual mountain of work in defence, tackled by Saker. 21 metres out from his own goal line, in front of his own post. And now from dummy half, it's worked across to Jaden Field. Head down, backside up. It's not going to be much exciting play here. Field's going to play it on his own 20. 10 seconds to go. It's worked across to Lasalo, running across field. Lasalo's tackled over the top there by Tavali. 32 out from the uh, Guildford goal line. Two seconds to go. Out the back. It goes towards Pifoletti, Pifoletti. He goes to ground in the tackle. The siren is gone, and it's all over. The, night, the 2019 Nathan Grimmer Memorial Shield is all over. What a win for the Guildford Owls, tinged with controversy. But Guildford regained the Nathan Grimmer Memorial Shield. And an absolute classic here at the Crestwood Reserve at Borkham Hills. Final score, Guildford 32, Hills District Bulls 30. Well, overall, I think the better team won because the way Hills District were outclassed in that first half, it was just an absolute carve-up. But, again, I, you don't like to make a point of it because they kept, everybody hears about it and says, oh, it's always this, but that, that last try, it wasn't a try. It was a penalty, and it was allowed to go. Well, we'll discuss that shortly because Harry Seiko has been kind enough to join us on the sidelines with Kiwi McRinish right now. Thank you very much, Tony. Well, an emotion charge day, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, mate. It's, um, it's my first attempt at the Grandma Shield, and uh, throughout the week it was a massive build-up uh, with Mike, our president, and, you know, we sort of had a poor outing last week against Brothers, so we wanted to write that. I think we started really poor that first 20 minutes, but, you know, we sort of stuck in there and got back into the grind, and I suppose our last eight minutes, I think we sort of put the cue in the rack and just tried to play for the, 
for the win, but you know that's footy. Yeah, credit to Guildford. They're, they're a good team. They sort of just rolled their sleeves up. They never went away. Um, so yeah, they're, they're a good team, but a bit disappointed. We, we probably should have deserved the win there. I think. Was that the biggest build up to a game that you've had in your in your career so far? With the great crowd here and the, and the, and the sunny day and a lot of emotion in, in the club and both great. Uh, probably not. Probably not the biggest build up, but it was definitely different. I've never sort of played for a shield that sort of had that much meaning behind it. Um, you know, it's 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 definitely an emotion in charge day because Tuesday, Thursday, Mick come down and spoke to us and what it meant to him and his family and and obviously what it meant to the club. So, you know, we're we're, we're disappointed we didn't get the win, but um, in saying that, I thought we did did good to, to sort of come back from where we were at half time and, and sort of give ourselves a chance to win it at least. So, yeah, it did seem like Guildford at half time were pretty comfortable there, but in both grades, Hills fought back today. A lot of spirit there, um, not only for the meaning of the day, but within the club there to. Well, you almost won really lost by two points in both breaks. Yeah, that's right. I think um, we're a tough club. Uh, we obviously we don't have that much support coming back from a, an NRL team or a, a, a cup team. We sort of maybe get one or two if we're lucky a week. So our um, our game is, is built for working for each other, and, and we do that every week. I think last week was the first week we sort of did it, and that's what sort of hurt the most. So we really wanted to make a point of coming out here today and, and up and, uh, like I said, the first 20, we were off, off the queue, and, and, and that sort of showed it then school. So... It's disappointing, but um, you know I'm proud of the boys for, for hanging in there and not giving it up. Do you think that was a try at the end there to Guildford? There was a bit of controversy. Oh, it is a try because that's what the ref says, so you can't say too much. But you know it's it's one of those things. I probably could have went a bit harder for the ball, and, and if I get that, it might be a different story. So you know there's, there's things we'll have a look at through the week, and, and you know in saying that um, it shouldn't have come down to that. We should have should have been good enough to sort of shut down that that second last try and then and then put him to bed. But you know, like I said on the day, we sort of we give up too much of a start chasing the game for the for the whole lady. I thought so. Uh, yeah, disappointing. Thanks for your time, man. Good luck next week. Thanks a lot, mate. Thank you. Okay, then uh, Kiwi McRoddish. Hopefully, he'll find someone from the winning team, Guildford, shortly, who have won this Nathan Grimmer Memorial Shield match by 32 points to 30. The presentation ceremony is about to take place down on the ground, so we'll stick with that. Uh, Master of Ceremonies Paul Chippendale is about to uh, start the presentation of the Nathan Grimmer Memorial Shield right now to the Guildford Owls. We think both was a fantastic game, playing great spirit, both greats today. Guildford getting up by two points. A big round of applause to say two today. Great display here. Firstly, uh, just a, a couple of the hills. Bulls will be just up to Tim Roberts and just say a couple of...
as, as Mick Gremo presents the shield to Taniella Lasalo, the Nathan Gremo Memorial Shield, which has not been held by Guildford for the last couple of years, is going back into the clubhouse tonight. I just like to thank uh, especially Bill for uh, turning up as you always do, and congratulations on the win today, boys. And the uh, and thank you. Back in the next week. Hope to see you there. Thank you. Thanks, Thank you once again, ladies and gentlemen, for playing here today. And there's the uh, announcer, uh, Pat Evans, uh, uh, from the Chippendale, completing the ceremony. Kiwi McRoney, that's someone from the Guildford Elves, as Mr. Chippendale finally finishes the announcement. The presentation ceremony at ground level. Let's go to Kiwi McGrinish right now. Thank you, Tony. Yes, I'm here with successful Guildford coach. Rugby league, beautiful sunny Sunday. Doesn't get any better than that, does it? No, you're right there. I mean, um, it's a really good day. I've been here a couple of years now for this day, and they do a great job, Hills. And the game was like a, a very good spectator game. Not as a coach, but as a spectator, he would have loved it. Absolutely. The Sydney Shield today was out in front and Hills made the big comeback. Today was a bit of a topsy-turvy one as far as lead changes. But those two tries in the last seven or eight minutes from the boys when they looked uh, almost down and out with this big crowd, that was huge. Yeah, it was. You know, um, as I said, like, we knew what the day's about and all that and they just kept coming. And I was really proud of my boys that we did find the, uh, the way to, and the will to uh, you know, snatch it late. But... Um, yeah, full crowd. It was a great game of footy, so I should be happy with the result or the game itself. Absolutely. And who are your sort of top three players for your side today? Manuel Riley maybe at standoff, or who are your, your standouts today that really got the job done for your team? Oh, I thought um, early Josh Lewis sort of controlled things for us quite well, him and Panania halves. Um, I thought Blake Judd and had a good game. I mean, everyone sort of put in it and done a little role, so yeah, I'm happy with all of them, actually. Uh, next week, who have you got, and will it be hard to get emotionally up again for next week, or is it back to the drawing board on Tuesday and hit the tackling pad? Oh, yeah, we'll be doing a bit of that. Uh, yeah, we've got some areas at home next week, so that'll be a tough, another tough one. I mean, look at this competition. Anyone can beat anyone in their day. You know, it's about attitude. And, um, yeah, both sides show today they both got a bit of attitude. So, you know, look forward to next week. Um, the Asquith Magpies have been a bit of a surprise package in the first month. Have you seen much of them? We actually caught a lot of them, and, and they've been very impressive with Pat Wisely getting a strong squad there. They're one of the, the stronger teams too. Yeah, I actually haven't had a look at them yet because they haven't played anyone that we've played beforehand. So, But, yeah, I've been following the results very closely, and they look quite, um, well, they're doing a good job, aren't they? <laughs> so, I mean, at the moment you can't fault them, but, yeah, it's a long season. I don't think we play them for another month or so, so... I'll worry about them when we get closer. Absolutely. Thanks for your time, Paul, and enjoy the night. No worries, mate. Thank you. Thanks. Okay, there's um, Paul Fletcher, who um, was pretty close to the mark, I would have thought, uh, Keith Topolsky with uh, his best players. Josh Lewis was certainly outstanding early, mm. but Blake Judd in that middle period at the second half to establish the first Guildford lead before having a hand in the comeback was also important. I think he was enormous in attack. In, in terms of 
the, the top three. I, I think you really can't split the third player because I, I don't think there's any doubt. Lewis and Marna Malili were the top two. They, they guided Guildford around and they came up with the big plays at the right time. But in, in terms of that third player, I think you've got to split it in two because I think Blake Judd, he really did carry them in attack and he really hit those lines and he was enormous in getting that territory. But in terms of the defensive effort, and you touched on him several times, and I'm still unhappy that we didn't have him this season, but David Harris was enormous in attack. We know that when it comes to ball in hand, he sometimes has a mistake or four in him, but when he gets really in there hard with defence, he's absolutely everywhere, and some of those big tackles at the end, Harris was in there really helping out, and just putting that last little 2 or 3% in every time to make sure that Hills District went to ground or the tackle was complete. Let's run through the tail of the tape then. Guildford have regained the Nathan Grimmay Memorial Shield here this afternoon. They hadn't held it for two years. But just like their win in 2016 and their draw in 2015, they got up late with a last-minute try. This one tinged with some controversy, which we're going to allow Keith to elaborate on. Uh, I know he wants to let rip at that. But in the end, it was two tries to Josh Camru in the 10th and 24th minutes. And then the other tries for Guildford, Daniel Lotu in the third, Blake Judd, that brilliant effort in the 43rd, uh, Panani Manumaliali in the 73rd, and Siwa Lepuaho with the quadruple grubbers, about five grubbers soccer style along the ground before picking up and scoring the match-winning try in the 76th minute. Josh Lewis, four goals from six attempts. For the Hills District Bulls, they scored five tries and uh, really warmed into the game in the second half after starting slowly. Chris McCoy uh, scored uh, two tries in the 34th and 68th minutes and the other try scorers were uh, Afar Siali in the 47th, Dave Bowman in the 52nd and Maidanon in the 63rd and Harry Saker, five goals from five attempts. Scrums and penalties, uh, Keith, uh, you kept them during the day as well. Scrums favoured Guildford by 5-4 to four, and the penalties went to the home side by 9-7. Kiwi Mickey watched that game from a distance after her, you know, calling a thrilling Sydney Shield game yourself. It was a, a match of mixed opportunities. Guildford looked all over a winner at 22-6. Hills District Bulls came back, the arm wrestle, and then the controversial late try. Yeah, it was an interesting game, wasn't it? I was actually watching it down at the end there at the behind the fence where Guildford were running towards in the second half, and their Sydney Shield boys were there uh, giving the Hills District team a lot of uh, grief. Uh, almost the away crowd trying to get in there. Um, but those last two tries in the last seven minutes to pull it out of the bag, Guildford would be pretty happy with that. Um, Hills were looking like they should have been with the hat-trick to uh, McCoy, but could have gone either Both games could have gone either way. That's probably the best day of footy we've had this year. Oh, absolutely, and that's what we expected coming here. Um, it's developed a very great reputation this day, the... Uh, uh, the uh, uh, the Nathan Grimmo Memorial Shield Day and it's only been played for four years this was the fifth edition this year uh, today, this afternoon and it's already established itself as one of the great days Dave McDonald on the Park 42nd tier calendar and uh, it certainly didn't let us down when we came here today, uh, we were very excited about it and we're glad we got a, a, a match that was worthy of uh, the hype and the build-up. Well, what a, a wonderful afternoon of Rugby League, uh, and congratulations to you guys on uh, all the work covering this this afternoon. I distinctively remember when it first came in, the, the uh, Grimo Shield, and uh, what it meant, and what it's become. Uh, seeing a crowd of, as you, as you probably said I'd before, 12 20, to 1,500, uh, it just means such a lot. But not only for the Hills District Bulls, and, and mind you, what a fantastic job they've done by putting this on, but what it means to the community. And obviously us, we're in community radio 
and it's a fantastic day. Well done to Hills on that, but also uh, to you guys again on your support of today's game, as always. To uh, an honour to sit in the Sapphire Lounge well, with the Sultan. Indeed. Well, look, um, there have been, uh, let's just put it this way, uh, there have been some toings and froings uh, behind the scenes at Triple HFM, which we're not going to go into uh, on air now, but suffice to say this, that... When you have days like this and when you are part of days like this, it makes all the other peripheral white noise garbage um, absolutely just that. Peripheral white noise garbage. It's just a shame that some of those people that uh, uh, want to say that there's too much sport on Triple HFM don't come out to days like this and see what it's like at the coalface. It was our first Gremo. It's the first time a community radio station, in fact, any radio station has had the opportunity to call the Gremo. And let me tell you something now. For those that need to know, it won't be the last. We intend to come here for every Gremo we can get our hands on in the years to come. And uh, uh, we want to be a part of this in uh, years to come as this game grows and only gets better. Let's go around the grounds for Magpies Waitara and check some scores because there's been plenty of football going on in other competitions today in the Canterbury Cup. Um, look away, please. This is going to become X-rated, Keith. Oh, Final score, oh, full-time no. full time at Aubrey Keach in Canterbury Cup. Uh, Mounties 52, oh, West 6. Mounties 52, West 6. Full-time in the Canterbury Cup. Just gone full-time at Aubrey Keach. Big win for Wentworthville at Ringrose Park. Newtown in crisis. They're none from four and in trouble. Wentworthville 42, Newtown 10. Oi. Wentworthville 42, Newtown 10. Newtown are in real trouble. That was the match you would have heard on a live 90.5 today. And it's halftime in Newcastle in the Canterbury Cup game up there, being played as the curtain raiser to the NRL match that follows. And it's St. George Illawarra 12, Newcastle 4 at halftime there. St. George Illawarra 12, Newcastle 4. In the Ron Massey Cup, full-time results today have just come in from around the grounds. Um, we all know the result here. The Thriller, Guildford 32, regaining the Gremo, defending the Hills District Bulls 30. St Mary's putting Penrith Brothers in their place today. St Mary's 44, Penrith Brothers 10. We mm. may be having some highlights from Nick Kutniak, who called the game for Hawkesbury Radio's special event streaming before we wrap it up by 5.30 here at the Sapphire Lounge. Wentworthville 38, thrashed. Glebe Burwood Wolves nil at Ringrose Park. Wow. Wentworthville 38, Glebe Burwood Wolves nil. And in the match at Aubrey Keach, the early game, it wasn't a good day for West, I'm afraid. <sighs> in, uh, in, in Ron Massey, it was Mounties 40, West 4. Mounties 40, West 4. So in two games today, Mounties have scored 92 points and West 10. Moving on. Across Moving both on. Uh, Canterbury Cup and Ron Massey Cup, and in the Sydney Shield today, of course, the thriller here, early doors, it was uh, um, Guildford 30, defeating uh, Hills District Bulls 28, of course, earlier today, Wentworthville 24, defeated Sydney Uni 22, and at Hickey's Lane, it's been a big day for the Saints, St Mary's 56, thrashed Penrith Brothers 12 in the Sydney Shield up there, uh, St Mary's 56, Penrith Brothers 12, and finally, in the NRL, uh, the 4 o'clock kickoff match is approaching half-time in Melbourne. And on uh, Channel 9's free-to-air coverage, you would probably know, 
that it's Canterbury 12, Melbourne 6. It was 12-0 as well before, just before it was 12-0. Will yeah. Chambers has just scored for Melbourne. It's Canterbury 12, Melbourne 6. I feel a bit better about last week now. Canterbury 12, Melbourne 6 coming up to half time in Melbourne. And, of course, later tonight in Newcastle, 6 o'clock kickoff, it's going to be... Uh, Sir George Illawarra versus Newcastle. It's 12 and a half minutes to 5 on Triple H 100.1 FM and on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au of course. Full replays of both matches including the missing 15 minutes. It's not quite like the Rose missing Nixon tapes from 1972 <laughs> but it's close enough to it. Um, the missing 15 minutes. Shield gate. Shield gate maybe. The missing 15 minutes of the Sydney Shield game due to our technical problems will be part of the podcast that will go up both games in full tonight at podcasts.com podcasts.com the Hills District Bulls may not, want, may not want to listen to both of those games having been beaten by two points in both fixtures, final scores today here at Crestwood at the Sapphire Lounge the music has died down and it's been two wins to Guildford Guildford 30, Hills District Bulls 28 Sydney Shield and in the Ron Massey Cup for the Gremo the Gremo Memorial Shield is uh, going back to Guildford Leagues tonight for the next 12 months Guildford 32 defeated Hills District Bulls 30. Now, I know I've held you back for a while, Keith, on that last try from Sierra Lapuajo in the 76th minute. The New South Wales Rugby League referees marker and the referees have left the vicinity now, so you have a full carte blanche. <laughs> the, the kick, as it was put through originally, there was nothing wrong with it. There was absolutely nothing wrong. But then Mana Malili got through and put the grubber in. Josh Lewis had already gone through. Now, Mana Malili put that kick in, and Josh Lewis has made a beeline for it. So he's and affected the play. He has he's affected, affected the, the play. play. Cameron Paddy has called him out. And the now, rule is if you affect the play, you get penalised if you're inside the 10. Yes, if you affect the play, you're going to get penalised by being inside the 10. It's absolutely no good. And it's unacceptable that we should be talking about it when you've got... The two touch judges who should have been in line with it and... 15 metres back from the play? That, and least. that's right. That's right. Because they're told to mark back. something else. You, you go back and you're told, mark the 10. Mark the 10 and all, all that sort of thing. And this is exactly the problem that you have when you have touch judges who are taught to not be in position. That is the problem you have when they're not actually told to be in position. And you get situations like this where it's an absolute howler of a decision because... Which Josh, has decided a game. And it has decided a game because Josh, because Josh Lewis should have been pinned for being in front of the kicker and there is no there is no acceptable excuse for saying that he was there because even if the ball is played at then that still leaves him inside the 10 meter zone as, as you say the area 10 meter and he should have been pinned for being in front and it should have been a hills district penalty as it was then the the situation is is just play on so the rule book actually says an offside player is placed on side if an opponent moves 10 meters with the ball an opponent touches the ball without retaining it da, da, da. none of that criteria was was met and that interfering there's interfering with catcher out of play as opposed to offside this is the important bit players who are out of play at a play the ball a scrum a penalty kick or a free kick are not put onside in the manner above in any situation if they are inside the 10 meter radius and he was certainly inside the 10 in front of the kicker anyway yeah. and it may 
um, you know, because Cameron Paddy had a pretty strong game other than other than that, and apart from perhaps putting the whistle in the pocket to try and not decide the match Can I make a the last quick 10 minutes. comment? Sure. I was down there when the Guildford double movement, about 20 minutes left in the match when they called yes. it a double movement. The Blake Judd From what I could movement. see right in line with that, that looked like a try and it wasn't a double movement. So Guildford had one against them as well, just quietly. Well, there you go. Yeah, I mean, and, was, like, yeah, and, and you were in a much better position to it than, look fine. You were in a much better position to it than we were. But you're always going to get that in tight games like this, Dave Mack, aren't you, from a live 90.5, our special guest today. Uh, you're always going to get that when you've got a game as tight as this. It'll come down to a decision here and uh, a slice of luck there. But we all know, gentlemen, that even at the top levels of sport, they make those mistakes. But I agree with both of you. Yes, certainly, I, I felt the touchdown should have been in a better position. Well, you know what, though? That, that, that sport. You know what, though? We're going to get bagged for it mercilessly by the referee's maternity again. And you know what? We just wear that, Keith. Like a like a badge of honour sometimes because at least it, people are listening to us. Well, I, I was saying off air between the games, there are a few Hills District supporters sitting next to us, and they said that they love the fact that we're we're, we're saying these things that you don't hear on air, similar to the and he that you don't hear on commercial a, radio. Even he made a specific reference to the comment I made about Robbie Farrer in the Sydney Shield game and Muppets and and wanting to be heroes. And at the end of the day, we're not here to say, oh well, that that's a controversial call and oh that's a disappointing decision. And he could have perhaps done a little We're bit. Better. Say, if someone got it wrong, they got it wrong. If, if someone if, got it right, if they it, got it right. If it if it's a spade and he deserves to be whacked over the head with it, then let's say it's a spade and he deserves to be whacked over the head with it. Let's just call it as it is. But people don't like that. Code. But people don't like that, and that's probably you know, and even people. But that's why people listen to us because they know that we're actually going to call it as we see. It. Absolutely, and that's probably why some other people don't like us because we also we call it as we see. We call it as we see. You it. don't do this to be liked. You do this for the. Love of the game and, right. and, and to tell all the people that listen what's actually happening. And you can listen to this on the podcast, podcasts.com tonight. All right, it's time to take a break. We'll come back and do a, a complete wrap of the weekend of Rugby League straight after this. To wrap up Nathan Gremo 2019 Memorial Shield Day from the Sapphire Lounge, Crestwood Reserve at Borkham Hills. The Nathan Gremo Memorial Shield is going back to Guildford for the next 12 months. They have won here this afternoon by 32 points to 30. We'll be back to wrap it all up from the Crestwood Reserve shortly on Sunday Live. It's time to hit the ice. You're all about caring Sydney Bears are back for the 2019 Australian Ice Hockey League season with all the speed, hits and goals that ice hockey is famous for. Buy a season ticket package to ensure you're not left out in the cold as your Bears rip and tear with the aim of going one better on last year to claim the 2019 Good All Cup. Log on to bearsden.com.au for all your season ticket and merchandise options. And for the latest Bears news and updates, tune in to The Bench every Friday from 6pm. Sydney Bears, hear us roar. Sponsors of Triple H. Two minutes to five, Triple H 100.1 FM. Welcome back to Crestwood Reserve. At Borkham Hills, as we wrap up the 2019 Grimmo Memorial Shield Day, um, wins to Guildford in both grades here today, 30 to 28 in Sydney Shield, 32-30 in Ron Massey Cup. The, the Grimmo is going to be residing in Guildford for the next 12 months at least. My name is Tony Dawson, Keith Topolsky, Kiwi McGrinish, and from a live 90.5, uh, Dave Macker, Dave McDonald are with me. Time to go through the full weekend. 
of Rugby League as it stands. There are still, of course, games to come, games to be played. And the first of those, the main one of those, is in the NRL. And it's half-time there in Melbourne. And we can tell you, for Magpies Waitara, it's Canterbury 12, Melbourne 6 mm. at half-time. Canterbury 12, Melbourne 6. So let's run through the weekend in the NRL to date so far. Thursday night, Sydney Roosters 36, Brisbane 4. Friday evening, uh, New Zealand Warriors 26, Gold Coast 10. Penrith 9, West Tigers 8 in Golden Points. Easy. And, uh, that was uh, one of the poorest games of NRL I've seen in the last 10 years. Uh, yesterday at uh, the Brookvale Swamp, it was Manly 13, Souths 12, and Tom Trebojevic gone for almost the season. Canberra 30, North Queensland 12, Parramatta 24, and Cronulla 12, and Dave Macker gives a fist pump there. But that, that was what they needed to achieve as a basic outcome. No Moylan, no Gallen, no Johnson. Yep. And if Parramatta didn't win that, then there was no way they could be taken as a, taken as a serious threat. And 12-6 to Canterbury at halftime in Melbourne. Canterbury have the best record of any club at Amy Park, just quietly. Now, tonight, 10 past 6, St George Illawarra versus Newcastle in Newcastle. What's the tip here? Am, am, am I on your good side at the moment or no, not? No, 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 you can tip whatever <laughs> you like, I don't care. No winner is normally something that you would look at and think, that's a problem. But no winner means you get Dufty back at fullback, you get a genuine runner at the back. But for the Knights, but Ponga they back move to Ponga back. back to the back as well. So... Whoever dominates out of Ponga and Dufty, I think wins. I think it. And I the, think Ponga's the the better well, player. Ponga's and I think the better Newcastle player, but will it, get it just. But it's going to, and that's what I'm leaning. But not because of Ponga. I think the Newcastle forwards may give them the time and space to operate. Kiwi Mick, I think Dragons are one. It's a bit of a bogey team for the Knights. I'll go Dragons. So who do you follow again? Um, look, I'm a Dragons man, but you tip whatever you like. You you call it as you see I, it. I've just without I, fear or favour. I called it earlier today on on my station, and I. I think Newcastle are going to win, but it's going to be a very tight match. The uh, competition table in the NRL with these games to come. Melbourne 6, Roosters 6, Canberra 6, South mm. 6, Parramatta 6, West Tigers 4, Cronulla 4, Manly 4, New Zealand Warriors 4, Penrith 4, Newcastle who played tonight on 2, Brisbane 2, St George Illawarra 2, Canterbury 2, North Queensland 2, Gold Coast naught. And I'm thinking... We may see a rerun of 1966 and Eastern Suburbs here with Gold Coast. What, no wins? I Zero. can't see them winning a game at the moment. Oh, the They've still got us to play. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> if you can't beat them, give it away. All right. Now, in the Canterbury Cup, full round of matches this weekend has been completed. And here are uh, 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 those results there. Just bring up those results there. Right, here we go. Canterbury Cup. Some interesting results. Yesterday, New Zealand Warriors 22, Penrith 12. Blacktown Workers Seagulls 32, Souths 12. And today, well, three one-sided thrashings so far. Norths 42, Canterbury nil at North Sydney Oval in the Channel 9 television game. Mounties 52, West 6. Don't throw that bottle at me, Keith, please. I'm just giving the score. And Wentworthville 42, Newtown 10. They've got problems. Currently 10 minutes into the second half of the uh, Canterbury Cup curtain raiser in Newcastle. It's St George Illawarra 12 leading Newcastle 4. So the current table in the uh, Canterbury Cup sees Mounties on top. 
the only unbeaten side with seven points after uh, Souths and Penrith were both beaten this weekend. North's up to second on six with a better for and against. Penrith six, South six. Then Wentworthville four, Wests four, Canterbury four, Manly, the, uh, sorry, Blacktown Workers Seagulls, the Manly feeder, New Zealand Warriors on three, Newcastle two, St George Illawarra one, with of course Newcastle and St George Illawarra still in progress. Newtown, last year's runners up, none from four. Mm, that's... Duck egg at the bottom of the table. Imagine their number one fan at the moment. Dick. Uh, that you could yeah, absolutely that'll be a problem for them as well, no doubt about that. Now to the uh, Ron Massey Cup, all the matches are in there. Yesterday in our broadcast game, easy win for Asquith, 38. Of the Blacktown Workers Seagulls, 16. Today, again, don't throw that bottle at me, Keith. Mounties, 40. Wests, 4. Wentworthville, 38. Glebe Burwood Wolves, nil. St Mary's, 44. Penrith Brothers, 10 in the match today at Hickey's Lane. And in our broadcast game here, the thriller. Guildford regained the Gremo, 32 over the Hills District Bulls, 30. Cabramatta had the bye. So the competition table in the Ron Massey Cup tonight... Uh, sees a very tight competition with Mounties, Wentworthville and Asquith sharing the lead on six points each. Three wins from four and Mounties just lead on four and against ahead of uh, Wentworthville and Asquith. You then go back to uh, uh, and, and Cabramatta who of course had the bye join them on six points. Four teams lead on six and in that order Mounties, Wentworthville, Asquith, Cabramatta lead the competition in the top four positions. Guildford now uh, move up to uh, six points as well with their win uh, today. Then you've got uh, St Mary's four, Glee Burwood Wolves four, Wests four, Penrith Brothers two, Hills District Bulls two, Blacktown Workers Seagulls yet to open their account. They're none from four at the bottom of the ladder. And finally, in the uh, Sydney Shield, the full round of results from matches played today. Yesterday, of course, in our broadcast game, Asquith 46, Moorbank 28. Uh, at Mascot Oval, the pain continues for Belrose. It was Cabramatta 40, Belrose 14. And East Campbelltown had to work hard before eventually they overcame a feisty ride Eastwood Hawks at Leichhardt. East Campbelltown 26, ride Eastwood 6. Today, Wentworthville scored a late try to beat the uh, gallant Sydney University 24-22 at Ringrose Park. In our broadcast game early today here, Guildford 30, Hills District Bulls 28 and at Hickey's Lane, St Mary's 56, Penrith Brothers 12. The competition table in the um, Sydney Shield sees East Campbelltown and Cabramatta on top on 8 points, St Mary's 7. They're the three unbeaten sides. Uh, Hills District Bulls and Guildford on six, Asquith five, Wentworthville and Sydney University four, Ride Eastwood Hawks and Belrose two, Moorbank and Penrith Brothers yet to open their account. Of course, some sides have had buys, so that's fortified some of their points. So let's have a look at next week, shall we? Starting with the NRL. Of course, the match tonight in Newcastle at ten past six. Thursday night... Brisbane versus West Tigers at Suncorp, Lang Park. Mm. The television match between the two sides going After up. After what I saw of the Broncos on well, Thursday against the Roosters, all I have to say is do we have to? Um, after what I saw yesterday uh, of the Tigers, who knows? But that's Thursday night in Brisbane. Friday evening, oh dear, 6 o'clock, Gold Coast versus Penrith at Rabina. Help!
Help. Record low ratings. Oh, dear. And then it will be North Queensland versus Melbourne Friday night in Townsville at 7.55. That's the free-to-air game. Next Saturday at Pizzy Park at the Sunshine Coast, it's Souths playing the New Zealand Warriors at 3 o'clock. Why are they going to Pizzy Park? That's the South's home game. They think that because yeah, it's New Zealand I, I Warriors, that, they can't. Why, why Pizzy Park? They want to develop uh, the game up there. Maybe it's Wayne Bennett returning home. Maybe it was something. It's everyone done. taking it to a regional area. Correct. Absolutely. They, they want to take it, but I would have thought a regional area. And they probably wouldn't Wales. get that good a crowded with the Warriors South to ANZ yeah, as they, well. They've still got the Sunshine Coast Stadium, though, rather than Pizzy Park. Mm. I think it's the Sun, I'm not sure. Maybe it's the Sunshine Coast okay. Stadium, I think. I think it's the Sunshine Coast Stadium. Yeah, it is. I, it is it. now. Yep. You just checked it now. Okay. Yep. It is the Sunshine Coast Stadium, not Pizzy okay. Park. That makes more sense. Okay. 5.30 next Saturday evening, Newcastle versus Manly at McDonald Jones. That'll be a cracking game. Next Saturday night, Shark Park, 7.30, Cronulla versus the Sydney City Roosters. And then next Sunday, 4 o'clock, St George Illawarra versus Canterbury at Coggeras, Jubilee Oval, the home of football. And then at Canberra Stadium next Sunday night, I think this is the match of the round. Canberra versus Parramatta at 6 o'clock next Sunday night, Canberra Stadium. Second against third, isn't it? Is that second against third? I believe so. I, I believe so. So that could be something very special to look forward to uh, next um, uh, next weekend. So, yes, I'll grab that one. Uh, thank you very much. We've been... Uh, you, know, you want to grab that one? I, I wanted to grab that one, but anyway. Okay, all right. We are talking about Coca-Cola here. We are indeed. Absolutely. <laughs> now, careful, careful. Thank now, um, I just had to clarify. In the... Uh, in the Canterbury Cup next weekend, I'll just get on with the, what we're meant to do here. Canterbury Cup next weekend. Boy, there's some interesting matches uh, now there. Starting with um, the Canterbury Cup. Next Saturday, we've got... Look at my, uh, my list here. Okay, two matches on Saturday. New Zealand Warriors versus Souths at Mount Smart Stadium at 11 a.m., uh, New Zealand time, 1pm Sydney time. Newcastle versus Blacktown Workers Seagulls at Hunter Stadium next Saturday at 12.45. And now, Frank Hyde Shield game number one. What a game this is. Newtown, winless versus Norths at Henson Park at 3 o'clock next Saturday. Next Sunday, the Channel 9 television game at Leichhardt Oval at 10 past 1. West versus Penrith. Cogras Jubilee Oval next Sunday, 1.50. Curtain raiser to the NRL, St George Illawarra versus Canterbury. And then interesting game at Canberra Stadium next Sunday at 3.55. NRL curtain raiser, Mounties versus Wentworthville. Ooh. Ooh. Next mm. Sunday in Canberra. Now, that's Canterbury Cup. In the Ron Massey Cup uh, next weekend, as I look for my draw, right, there it is. I think you had that there. Yep, there it is there. Ron Massey, Cup. Yep. Ron Massey Cup next weekend. Uh, now, next, West versus Wentworthville, Leichhardt Oval, Keith. Oh, next oh, Saturday, oh. I understand it. Yeah, uh, that, well, that will be the early game. At 11 a.m. Uh, 11 o'clock, Ron Massey into Canterbury Cup into at Canterbury 110. Cup at and following that will be Jersey Flag at 310, Western North Western West Tigers North, West, and, North and North Sydney. Next Saturday at Leichhardt Oval with the Fox Sports match being the Canterbury Cup game at 10 past 1. West versus Wentworthville. Next Saturday at 11 a.m. Mm. at Leichhardt. Also next Saturday at Henson Park, the curtain raiser to the uh, Frank Hyde Shield game. Glebe Blurwood Wolves versus Mounties at 12.45. 
and then three games next Sunday in the Ron Massey Cup. Hills District Bulls have to somehow butter up against Cabramatta the, uh, here at Crestwood. That won't be easy at 3 o'clock. That'll be intriguing. Um, Guildford versus St Mary's at McCready Park next Sunday at 3. And mm. you want to talk intriguing... Battle for the Spoon at Laybutt. Blacktown Workers Seagulls versus Penrith Brothers at 4pm. It's next Sunday. I'm just correcting you on the West's Tigers, Western Suburbs matches. They're on Sunday at Leichhardt because West's versus Penrith in the Canterbury Cup is going to be the Channel 9 game. So 11 o'clock Sunday, Ron Massey. And 3.10 Sunday will be Flag West okay. Tigers and North. All right, so that match will be Sunday at Leichhardt over 11am next Sunday, not next Saturday. So four games next Sunday with West Wentworthville being played Sunday at Leichhardt. Asquith have the bye next weekend in the Ron Massey Cup. Finally in the Sydney Shield next weekend. Some interesting games here. 10.45 next Saturday morning. Ride Eastwood versus Sydney University. The battle of the two newcomers against each other to start the Frank Hyde Shield program. 10.45 it'll be Ron Massey Cup at 12.45. Gleep Burwood versus... Uh, uh, Mounties and then Newtown Norths at 3 o'clock for the first home game for the year at Henson Park next Saturday. And then the rest of the Sydney Shield games are all next Sunday. Back here at Crestwood, 1 o'clock, Hills District Bulls versus Cabramatta. Again, you can see how the Bulls back up next Sunday after their first loss today. Guildford versus St Mary's at McCready Park at 1 o'clock next Sunday afternoon. Again, before the Ron Massey that follows. Match of the round at Waminda. East Campbelltown versus Wentworthville at 2.30. And then our broadcast game next Sunday. I fear about this one. 3 o'clock. I have had it confirmed. It is 3 o'clock next Sunday afternoon. So we're going to have a quiet weekend next weekend by comparison to this one. Mm. I can give you running commentary from Leichhardt if you like for the Canterbury Cup, although I'm not, I'm not sure I want no, to. No, you're not allowed to under the uh, competition rules. We have to get permission for that. But next Sunday we'll be on air from 2.30 at Story Park. It's the Northern Derby, the traditional rivals, Asquith versus Belrose. But given Belrose's start to the year and Asquith's, you know, sitting with two wins at their last two starts, putting on 40 points both times, this is going to get ugly, Kiwi Mick, next Sunday. Yeah, that's right. Belrose have been very disappointing. Just their attack, much like last year, they just really struggled to score points. Um, I called them a few weeks ago. They look very average against Guildford. And Asquith with the Sydney Shield, they just play razzle-dazzle at home. And against Balrose, I think, yeah, it's going to it's gonna get dangerous. That's a nice way of putting it, Keith. Dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> dangerous. Debacle. Debauchery. What can you Oh, what please. Enough of that. This, um, is a, this is a family program. Belrose, they're, they're going to have to find Dave, something because, because what, it I, is, it is. what I have seen... <laughs> yeah, that's true. Penrith and Moorbank have buys at Dave McDonald in the Sydney Shield next weekend. So, uh, before we go, finally, tell us about what's coming up during the week at Magpies Waitara, who have been great supporters of us for the last seven or eight years here on Triple H. Well, next Saturday night, April 13, the action attraction of the North Shore Magpies Waitara grooves your weekend with the Bandits. The Bandits return to Magpies with their great blend of hits from the 70s to now, all in one night. And it's all for free entry. That's right, it's free entry. Showtime is at 7.30pm. For more info, go to the website, magpieswaitara.com.au and click on the entertainment icon. That's the Bandits live and free next Saturday night, April 13, at Magpies Waitara, located at Alexandria Parade Waitara. Information for members and guests Guests, proud sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. All right, 14 past five. It's time for us to get out of here. They're cleaning up, and we're running the risk of being cleaned up ourselves and added into a garbage bin somewhere. But before we go, 
Just a reminder that you can listen to both of these replays on podcasts.com, The Splinters. Um, uh, it's extra additional episodes of Splinters tonight at some stage. After 9 o'clock, we think. It could be after 10 o'clock, but they will be up tonight on The Splinters website, The Splinters podcast site at podcasts.com, at iTunes and at Spotify tonight. Full replays. And tune in. And tune in as well. Full replays of both games here today. If you want to relive some of the highlights, including those missing 15 minutes of the Sydney Shield game from earlier, a la Rose's missing Richard Nixon tapes from 1972. Or Donald Trump's tax returns. Oh, please, let's not go there. Thank you. And if you if you want to make sure that you've got the right podcast, all you have to do is look for the photo of the guy with the pink shirt and maybe the shorts a little too small and the guy in the white with the cricket ball who looks like he's the cat that got the cream and that handsome guy in the ice hockey gear and that grumpy guy in the manly gear and you'll be right. And then you look at the uh, at the man with the, in the middle with the whistle trying to control everything and doing a very... Yep. Are doing a very, very difficult job. Listen, my thanks to everyone over this weekend, uh, Steve Woodley and uh, Matt Mears and Nick Kutniak yesterday. Today, I know you were held up, uh, Dave McDonald. Uh, my thanks to you. I'm sure we'll work again sometime in the future. Um, but maybe alive. May have missed a trick here about the Grimo. I'm not too sure, but we'll have oh, to discuss no. that in, in Well, obviously, years. Canterbury Cup was more important today. And, and, That's true. In the producer's eye. Indeed, and indeed, and look, they, and there's a great agreement you've got going there, and that's going to pay dividends when you get to the new Bankwest Stadium in coming weeks for games there. No doubt about that. Uh, but thanks to you for your help today. No, Kiwi thanks Mick, for having me. Indeed. Kiwi Mick, thanks to you. And Keith Topolsky, thanks to you. I'll get your final takeaways before some final thank yous and a wrap-up. Um, yeah, interesting weekend of football. Um, yesterday, Asquith pretty convincing in, in both games on the Saturday. And today, Guildford were impressive uh, with an emotion charge day for Hills District. At the end of the day, Guildford have come away with two close wins, and they'll bank them for the end of the season. Um, they did pretty well against the grain with the crowd momentum and everything. So well done to um, Guildford and Asquith with uh, winning both double headers effectively. There are various people around who have issues with us calling and our style of calling. Some of them are close to home, some of them are not close to home. But when you see days like this, when you see what this means, not just to the Hills Club, but the Hills District... And, and when the Hills you see Shire, people come to us personally and say thank you for the call as they leave... It's worth it, and this that's is what, what community worthwhile. broadcasting should be. And those who want this to end should take a long walk off a short pier. Well, it's hard to top that. I've got to say, um, thank you for having me, guys. Again, as a you know, uh, as a Borker Mills born and bred boy, to come and be part of this today, something special, well beyond a, f- a game of football. Congratulations to you guys on the great work you've done, uh, not only uh, f- every week, but today especially. It's, uh, again, a great cause, a great club and a great family, again, that, uh, again, have had a lot to do with our radio station. So thank you very much, guys, for having me at Royal Crestwood Oval. Oh, please. The Sapphire Lounge, as it's known in 2019. Look, my thanks, last thanks go, actually, excuse me, to the Hills District Bulls themselves. When the opportunity uh, presented itself in the last six days to call this game, a game that we've wanted to call on this station for the four, the four years it's been running, we were never going to knock it back under our stated policy of calling the next best available game when our local sides, Asquith and Belrose, are otherwise engaged. In fact, the, or haven't already played this weekend as they had both done yesterday. Um, and the time slot, which has been sports and rugby league's time slot on Triple H for the last 17 years 
was available. And uh, to do that, we needed the support and the help of the Hills District Bulls Club, who um, were very much, uh, I wouldn't say reticent, but they were certainly um, wary of giving a newcomer uh, a go. We did our best with our uh, podcast with Michael Grimmo, the president of, of the Hills District Bulls, and the, the father of the late Nathan Grimmo uh, during the week. The support and the rallying to us and our call and the sport and the, and the podcast uh, uh, that we put up on Splinters of the Michael Gremlin interview on Tuesday has been nothing short of outstanding. It goes to show just how much support and love there is in these parts amongst these locals for this club. And that's why they put on the best game day experience of any team at this level of the game and a lot of other clubs and a lot of other groups could learn a lot from them. We're just thankful and glad that we were part of today. It's the first time a community radio station has caught this match. As long as I have anything to do with it, and as long as my backside points south uh, involved with Triple H, it won't be the last. And we want to come back here again, not just for future Gremos, but for future matches at Crestwood at the Sapphire Lounge in 2019. And we intend to do that as the season progresses. But with Mark Melly's Sunday night program about to start, it's time for us to get out of here for the entire rugby league team and the entire Sunday Live team. Thanks for your company across the weekend. We look forward to seeing you at Story Park for Asquith versus Belrose next Sunday afternoon from quarter to three. Until then, be good or be good at it. This is Tony Dosen, the Sultan. Goodbye from Crestwood Reserve. Thank you for listening to the Sunday Live team across the whole weekend. Join us next weekend for more coverage of the greatest game of all, the home of grassroots sport, Triple H 100.1 FM.